0: To Thursday night at the Speakeasy Cafe, we would like to invite you to take the stage for the sound of ink, Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello everybody and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. It is I in the flesh, Nyla Alicia, here in the studio, not up in a mountain, not out chasing wild things, not dancing with the trees. I am here, and it is nice to be able to sit back in an air-conditioned office and stretch out. This is me stretching out, stretching out and getting ready to enjoy the evening with all of you. It's going to be a great night tonight. The number to call in if you would like to read is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965 if you want to call in and read tonight. We have some things to go over before we get started, so we should uh, probably get to that. Today is August 17th, which is the last day for you to get your poems of place Posted on my page and or read them on the air tonight to be included in the drawing for our Poetry for Prizes contest. So if you have a poem of place and you want to post on my page or read it on the air tonight, you'll get entered and we will be announcing that drawing next week or the winner next week. Remember, poems of place are about the place exclusively. The place itself is the subject of your poem. If you're writing a poem about Paris, make it a poem about Paris, not you in Paris. You get the idea. So, yeah, if you got those, read them tonight, today, right now, 12 midnight. You have to have them the post on the page or you have to read them on the air tonight to be entered into the drawing yet again or for the first time, depending on how attentive you have been. I want to take a moment before we get started and I want to thank our sponsors, those of you who stepped up to the plate and helped contribute towards our 2023 broadcasting license. Sponsors are Annabelle Ashire, Anthony Arnold, Dave Kuhn, Debbie Kelly, Douglas Curry, George Wiley, Gary and Noreen Snyder, Jade Miss, Miss, <laughs> Jessica Brooke, Karen DeWitt, Kristen Riley. Just, uh, Krista Jopek and Krista Jopek's dog, T.S. Eliot, Lori Binder, Lynn Perkins, Martha Shesik, uh, Michael Emerald, Missy and Jimmy Ray Davis, Pineapple 16, Rebel Jones, Rich Hathaway, or Hathaway. I always say Hathaway. Someone just like, needs to like, harness in my tongue, I'm telling you. My riverboat captain, my darling, Rich Hathaway. Robert and May Ryan, Terry Galloway, and Timothy Melton, my SSM. I also want to thank those of you who made anonymous donations in the memory of Melvin Douglas Johnson, Philip Kent Church, John Kays, Ray Neighbors, Rick Smith II, Glenn Still, Charles C.B. Banks, King's Cadence, and Deep Enough. So thank all of you. We are getting right towards the end of our 16th year in November, October, beginning of November. We will have been on the air for 17 years. So it's about time for our anniversary. I am so excited, you guys. 17 years. That's like amazing. 17. I was pregnant with my first child when I was 17. That's, that's insane. I could, just, I could be having a baby right now, a poetry baby. Something like that. I don't know why I shared that with you, but I feel so much closer now. (laughs) So really excited about that. And, uh, you know, we wouldn't be on the air if it were not for our sponsors. So make sure if you get a chance, just slip them a note and let them know how much you appreciate them. And, uh, yeah, you guys are amazing. All right. So next, we are going to get into your poetry prompts and all that good stuff inspiration from the inkwell so make sure that you have your pens and your papers and all that good stuff ready because we are going to start it right now (laughs) so i already went over the poetry contest is extended that's important to know i'm going to go ahead and give you your poetry prompts now, as I go through through these, keep in mind that poetry prompts are like seeds planted. They are meant to grow into poems. With that said, the prompt can be the title of your poem. It can be a line in your poem, or it can be the general concept of your poem. And beyond that, what you do with them is up to you. I also want to thank all of you who contributed prompts to this week's list. I have been posting every week, getting prompts from you, the poets, so watch for that on my page if you'd like to add some in. We had some really fun ones this week, and I add some of my own in there as well. So ready? Got your pens ready? Here we go. Number one, how do I escape? How do I escape? Number two, nothing is something. Nothing is something. Number three, speak clearly. Speak clearly. Number four, you and me, you and me. Number five, glass half full, glass half full. Six, love's reflection, love's reflection. Number seven, if I could, if I could. Number eight, when the trees sing, when the trees sing. Number nine, in the shadow of the mountain. In the shadow of the mountain. Can you tell which ones I added? (laughs) Number 10. Things that dance with the wind. Things that dance with the wind. Number 11. There was a time I could do this. There was a time. I almost hiccuped in the air. That would have been awesomely professional. There was a time I could do this. (laughs) Number 13. Gold dust woman. Gold dust woman. Number 14. Remembering Buffalo, Remembering Buffalo. Number 15, What the Fairy Said, What the Fairy Said. And your bonus one for this week is number 16, Believe in Yourself, A Poem by Sasquatch. Believe in Yourself, A Poem by Sasquatch. I love that one so much. I can't even tell you how much of that. I love that one. Believe in Yourself, a poem by Sasquatch. Remember, you can write one poem to each prompt. You can mix and match the prompts and use as many of them as you want in one poem. Or, just saying, if you get real froggy, you can use all of the lines in one poem. So let the title be Believe in Yourself, a poem by Sasquatch. And then fit all the rest of those prompts in there somehow. There's a challenge for you. All right, so let's go over your pick apart a part of prompt writing exercise, and you should do this before you sit down to write to any of these 16 prompts that I just gave you, but you should also do this every time you sit down to write to anything. This exercise is the highlight that what you do with the prompt before you write to it is far more important than what you do write to it. It helps us get away from that, typing the typical, basic, first knee-jerk reaction that we tend to... Think about when we hear something that inspires us. Our brains have muscle memory just like everything else. So when you hear something that inspires you or you, you hear something and immediately you jump to an idea and you think it's your muse, it's not. It's your algorithms pulling up the most used thoughts. So push past that and shake things up a little bit, look what's behind them, look under the rug, look in the cupboards, the dark corners of your brain, and start finding the stuff that's hidden there. So to start, start this, before you begin writing poems to the prompts I just gave you, I would like you to first open your journals to a clean page, and starting at the top, I want you to write down the first prompt, which was, how was it? how do I escape? write that at the top of the page. And then before you write a poem to it, instead, I want you to write at least six different poems, ideas, six different poem ideas that you could write to that one prompt. So don't write a poem to it yet, but write at least six different ideas of poems you could write to that one prompt. Then go on to the next, on the next, all the way down to number 16, which was Believe in Yourself, a poem by Sasquatch. And write at least six different poems you could write to those 16 different prompts. Yeah, six different prompts to 16 different prompts. That sounded funny. Okay. Anyway, so when you're finished, one prompt, move down to the next, get them all done. And I guarantee you, you will not make it to the end of this exercise without an idea running away with you. And I 100% guarantee it will be something that surprises you, something out of the ordinary, something you're going to love. I mean, how can you not do it with a recommendation like that? If you're not doing this, you guys, you're just silly. I, I'm just telling you. You know, I hate to call you out like that, but it's the truth. You know, you have to do things to push yourself. You have to. No matter how good we are, all of us can be better. All of us can grow. All of us can learn new things. And uh, you should be excited about that. All right. So I'm going to give you a poetry assignment this week, and I may continue to do this for a while. I'm not sure. We'll just see how organized I am over the next few weeks. (laughs) But your uh, your poetry assignment is going to be a poetry form. And I revisit this once in a while because I really think that it's important that even if you write free verse, even if you normally don't write form poetry, you should always try to learn them. At least write one. You should have a working knowledge of your craft. So if you go to a workshop or a convention or just in general conversation, somebody brings up a poem, thinking about it, and you're standing there twiddling your thumbs because you have no idea what that poem is, then that's just silly. So, you know, you want to at least educate yourself on your craft, learn all the different things, and if you never do another one in your life, I'm okay with that. I've written one sonnet, thanks to Michael Todd, and I've not attempted another one since. Since, and, and it was even like one line was one syllable too long, but I never changed it because it's my broken sonnet. And that was good enough for me. So even if you never write another one, just do these. Learn these things. It's important. So this week we are going to be playing with acrostic poetry. And we had a gal up on the mountain with us that wrote one uh, acrostic poem, which made me think about this and thought it would be a fun, fun one to bring to you. They're re- really simple acrostic poems. An acrostic poem is a poem in which the first letter of each line spells out a word if you read it vertically. So it's like a a word or a name or a phrase. So when you read it vertically, vertically, the first letter in each line spells that out. So for this, I'm going to make it a little bit more challenging and a little bit more fun, I hope. I want you to write, I'd like you to write an acrostic poem about yourself as a child. I want you to write another one about you today, and I want you to write a third about you in the future. And you can write this as three separate poems if you want, or three parts of the same poem. So the first letter of each line, when read vertically, will spell out your name. And if you want some variations, you can write one about your the child you using your childhood nickname or a nickname that someone calls you, you know, or how, maybe how you want to be addressed in the future. Okay, but it has to be about you. So to recap, an acrostic poem is about yourself. Write it about yourself as a child, as you are today, and the person you are in the future. You can write three poems or just one poem with three parts. The first letter of each line must spell out your name, nickname, or your title or something along that line. All right, got it? All right, good, cool. So to finish this up, we are going to remind you that as food for your creative souls, we are focusing on reading, reading, reading. If you are not reading more than you are writing, you're doing it backwards. You need to have input. In order to have output, you need to feed your brains. You are what you eat, and that applies to what you put in your head as well. And I will accept life experiences right up there with reading. You're always sitting in your room with your little French poet hat on and a glass of wine or sparkling water and staring out the window at night with a candle flickering, waiting for your muse to come visit you, and you never do anything but that, then shame on you. You have to have input in order to have output, you guys. So go out and live life. Take a wrong turn. Go home a different way than you normally do. Stop and watch a little league game. You know, grocery shop at a different store. Go to a different coffee shop. Just little things, little things you can do that are new experiences will all help you when you sit down to write because you will have all those things to pull from when you are writing. As our writers discipline, again... Every day I want you to go out and write a haiku poem and I don't care if you don't like writing haiku poems and I don't care if you don't normally write haiku poems and I don't care if you're someone like Soldier Blue who writes epic poems, you still need to write a haiku poem every day. Go out in the world and find something worth 17 syllables and write it down when you think about it and that means carrying a paper and pencil with you. I know, novel concept, right? Carry a paper pencil with you. Write these things down when you think of them. And if there are not enough syllables for your haiku, go back and fix it later. But the point is, is to pay attention to the world around you. Write down those 17 solos because there's shit all there, everywhere, you guys, waiting for you, looking for you, saying, please, please notice me. And we get so caught up on the blinders that the world and all of our titles and all of our hats put on us that we don't take that millisecond to feed ourselves, to notice the world, to stop and at least be ourselves between point A and point B, between hat one and hat two. So find those 17 syllables, write them down. All right? Good. So to close this out, I'm going to run through the prompts for this week again very quickly. Remember, the prompt can be the title of the poem, it can be a line in your poem, or the general concept of your poem. So number one, how do I escape? Number two, nothing is something. Number three, speak clearly. Four, you and me. Five, glass half full. Six, love's reflection. Seven, if I could. Eight, when the trees sing. Number nine, in the shadow of the mountain. Number 10, things that dance with the wind. Number 11, there was a time I could do this, dust woman. Number 14, remembering buffalo. 15, what the fairy said. And your bonus one for the week, da-da-da-da-da-da, number 16, Believe in Yourself, A Poem by Sasquatch. (laughs) All right, poets. So that is it for this week's edition of Inspiration from the Inkwell, our mini-workshop. Remember, if you missed anything, you can come back after the show is over and re-listen to the beginning of the archived podcast. Start and stop it. Write down whatever you need. And remember, too, we have got almost 17 years worth of shows in our archives so go back a couple years if you're sitting there some night staring out the window in that cute little bray of yours and you can't think of anything to write about go and listen to the first part of our show the first 15 minutes and you'll have something that'll send you off and running so it's a great tool to utilize and it's there for the taking and free of charge by the way all right now you know what time it is now it's time to play an audio track. And you know what that means? It means I'm playing a track by one of you guys. And you know what that means? It means the track I got sent in my email today is going to be played. I got an email right before the show that says, hey, Nyla, in this, like, you know, this, this sexy poet voice is actually an audio recording I got. It's telling me that there was an audio recording waiting for me in my email. And this by Mr. Jimmy Ray Davis. It's called Wolfman Jim. I actually got it uploaded in time, and we are going to play it for you right now. Here you go.
1: I've seen much on this carnival haze. Brutal summer days and enough train smoke to choke a horse. Of course, it's become my livelihood that much is understood. As much above as is below. Especially playing second fiddle in a wandering sideshow. I should have been a star. I'm a real-life werewolf. No joke. But I ended up fixing wagon wheel spokes in between gigs. The jig is up, I thought. But then I got caught by her third eye. Ah, sideshow Sheila. Now she was the top billing made the show a killing. And she touched my heart. Devlin had talked about splitting the show apart. Smooth sailing, he said, like the French River Loire. The only obstacle, that bastard Bette Noire. Broke into Sheila's trailer one night on a bender. This side of hell, told her not to tell. Ah, but you know something. She did tell, she told me. I found him buried in the freaks as usual, told him I needed his advice. He turned away and I whispered, do not make me ask you twice. He came at once, eyes daring me, until I put my hand on his shoulder and showed him my big teeth. I told him, if you ever touch Sheila again, or harm any of these good folk, if I hear one cry or shout, I will use these teeth to rip your fucking throat out. He left well enough alone, for that is needless to say. However, his mean streak would return. But
2: that is a tale for another day.
0: It would be nice. Can you guys hear me now? Somebody? Can you hear me? Can you, guys, can you hear me? Here I am. Okay, good. Glad. Whew. Don't know what was going on. So anyway, great job on that poem, Jimmy Ray. I cannot wait to see what happens next, The the poem for another day. I'm looking forward to that day soon. Very excited about that. So... If you would like to call in and read tonight, the number is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. If you are on hold, this is what you can expect. We do take callers in the order that you call in, such as area code 860 is our first caller, Ms. Jessica Brooke. I needed to say that because we also have another 860, I believe in queue, or we did. I don't know where it went. But yeah, Jessica is our first caller tonight. So listen for your area code. When I bring you on, please make sure that you introduce yourself. It's really, really important that your name is attached to your work. We have 17 years almost of archived shows. And if you read a poem 10 years ago and didn't put your name on it, how are people supposed to know it's yours? So make sure you introduce yourself. Let people know who's reading and attach your name to your work. Right now, you can read two poems if the lines get too busy, and I have to cut that back. I will let you know if it happens on your turn. I am terribly, terribly sorry, but right now, you're good at reading, two. And when you're done reading, make sure that you give out your URL. That's vitally important, especially in this day and age, to build up your writing social network, especially if you plan on publishing any of your work, which we will get into why in one of the workshops we're going to be doing. So make sure that you give out your URL so people can find you, inspire, and be inspired. And then remember, please, we have a mature rating, so I never know what people are going to read when I pick up that line. So be prepared for anything, with the exception of hardcore adult porn poems. No bumping body parts. No tabby and a sloppy. I heard Christopher saying that last week. It was so funny hearing someone else say that. (laughs) So anyway, uh, you know, you guys know where the line is. Don't push it. And we're good. And let me give you, I'm going to give you the first three callers so you kind of have a heads up where you are. We've got 860 followed by 702 and 731. Those are our first three callers. And then Rich... 850 year after that. So our first four callers. That gives you time to get up the hill on that tractor there, bud. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and bring on area code. Area code Jessica. You are on the air. Area <laughs> code
3: Jessica. I love it. <laughs> well, All right. you got your own. You, des-
0: you deserve your very own. It's like your own little world there.
3: Oh, how nice! Um, I'm just getting over COVID. I thought I missed you last week. and I'm glad I hear I didn't. Although I did go on and what, one time while he was that he was there. Um, so, but so yeah, n- nice to call in. And I had Alexa remind me to go to the Speakeasy Cafe. So now I don't forget anymore. But last week I co last Thursday I felt awful and.
0: I'm so glad you're better. I was here actually last week. Christopher was running the studio and in the office. And I actually drove down off the top of Bohemia Mountain and was like parked in this abandoned parking lot hosting the show with him and then some crazy person came and knocked on the door and scared the crap out of me and said, What are you doing here? It's like, uh oh, um I'm I'm oh, pulling radio he just looked at me and shook his head and walked away.
3: <laughs> That's the stuff of like horror story poems. Like, I can't read the poem of probably <laughs>
2: Okay.
3: Um that I don't wanna share because I think like I'm not I'm sharing it with you guys. But I didn't share it on Facebook or anything because I think I've told the story before. But I was just thinking about it at work, and I I wrote about it. Um, But oh yeah, I'm Jessica Brooks. Just in case it wasn't said twenty thousand times already. Um, Okay, (laughs) I explained it in the beginning, and then I go through. It's called 2 a.m. in the Bronx. Some of you may have may have heard this before. The time before cell phones. And GPS, I had to rely on my passenger to give me directions. I do not remember his reasoning as to why he wanted to drive to the Bronx from Connecticut late at night. I was naive and young and did not know he was in the street. I was fairly new to the homeless population and homeless shelters. I had never been around people with substance abuse issues before. I was walking along with a guy I was with and all of a sudden was witnessing a drug deal. Scary as hell because I wanted no part in it, he wouldn't come with me, so I began to walk to my car around twenty blocks away. Okay, stay hyper vigilant, walk quickly, look straight ahead, you'll get there. Only nineteen blocks to go. A car slows down no wait. Scared as hell, adrenaline kicks in. Servant to get to my car safe. I concentrate on how much farther I have to go. A car slows down, a man yells out the window, assuming I'm a prostitute. I ignore him quick in my pace, wearing brown corduroy, red shirt with a dragon, surely not dressed apart, soon the same thing happens again, of course I was frightened,
4: what if I am a roach? what if someone gets out of the park, just continue, you will get
3: there, just walk quickly, look straight ahead, ten blocks to go, twenty blocks felt like an eternity, dark, desolate streets, unfamiliar territory, frightened, yet kept my wit, Eventually, I see my car, get in, lock the door. Sitting there wanting to just leave, yet I wait for what seems like an attorney. I have no idea how they got out of the city. Do not know how I leave it. The man gets there, we begin to drive. I start to freak out not wanting heroin in the car, afraid of being stopped, arrested, especially out of state. I yell at him to throw it out the window. He loses. I drive a in fear. Yet driving relaxes me, so I just continue praying. Driving carefully at the speed limit. Finally, back to, to back to safety. I had made it out alive and free. I learned my lesson. Never again. I'm home. So, is that a true story? Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. It was terrifying like I, I was really like in the middle of new york city in a bad really bad neighborhood in the Bronx the Bronx isn't like i don't think any of it is a good neighborhood but like literally the streets were like deserted and then randomly people were like driving by and slowing their car down and of course when they did that i had no idea whether they were going to get out they hurt me nothing and i just like par- part of me just was like i just made myself like extra alert to every sound you know PC does hyper hyper alertness and then I just walked as fast as I could, looking straight ahead, you know, and just got to the car, like, somehow. And I, for some reason, I knew where the car was and how to get there, even though I'd never been to the Bronx. But I must have, like, you know, memorized the block number or something. But, um, yeah, it was scary.
0: Sounds it was like one. it. But great yeah. piece of prose writing about it. Thank you
3: um yeah obviously like, i didn't want to like write all that out and put it online not only that but i think i've written about that before but i didn't think you had heard it so that's why i did it okay let me just find another one I, and then this one jimmy requested me to read i asked him any requests he told me he's only 20 legs so i um this is for jimmy um it's called hell house as if on a tightrope mincing my movements yet his words cut me so deep I react. I yell, fight back with my voice, standing up for myself. I would not keep quiet. Scanning the area, hyper-aware. The devil lurks in my very midst. I dodge blows, take off running. Pattern begins again, limited places to hide. Am I safe yet? No, silly girl. There's no such thing in this hell house. If he catches me, his wrath will surely be painful. Think quickly. React. Fear permeates so probable I can taste it, swimming in pain, chase, run, beat, retreat, repeat, and poem. Wow.
0: You said Jimmy inspired that one?
3: No, um, that's the truth. That No, Jimmy, I asked him to request one because I've been writing a lot lately. Ah, uh, okay, requesting. okay. Yeah, no, I. Um, that's, what inspired that is real life. <laughs>
0: Yeah, geez, woman, life. you need to start staying home a little.
3: No, that was every day. That was my house growing up. Every single day,
0: it was like that. Then you need to get out more. <laughs> you need to do. You, you need me. to oh, do something. So Damn it, fast. I don't know what you need to do, but do something. <laughs> well, that was I'll that was, this, was okay. intense.
3: If that's who had told me to like run away from home or something, it would have been better than what like, what happened, you know, in the house. Yeah. But I'm going to let other people read, um, not go on and on like I did uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, okay. <laughs> You're fine. I, uh, <laughs> well, I just sometimes some when I'm, like, waiting. I'm like, God, is this person ever going to stop talking? And, I mean, I know that's, like, kind of rude, I guess, I think. But sometimes I'm like, you know, I'm next. You know, I really want to read. You know, why is it taking us long? Um, there are other people, but whatever. Um, yeah. So, Jessica Brooke is my pen of name. Um, my name, the actual full name is Jessica Brook Miller. Um, I have poetry under Jessica Brooke on Amazon. My Facebook is Jessica Brook Poetry, Brooke with an E. And my YouTube has some videos up on Jessica Brooke Apostrophe S Poetry.
0: Okay, I'm <laughs> Not Brooke. Um, Brooke's apostrophe S. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. See, I'm trainable.
3: Oh, by the way, it, it's not too late to donate, is it? Because I noticed that no, no one donated in the memory of Sherry Rose, and I uh, don't want to anyone to forget her, so I want to um, donate more money.
0: Well, we are actually coming to the end of our broadcasting season in December, so really soon, and I'll be starting up the fundraiser again then if you want to do that. That would be amazing, and then we can have her for the whole year.
3: Yeah, okay. All right, thanks. Now I think You're- the next one is me. I beat about, like a couple. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you you next week.
0: All right, baby, thank you for calling mm-hmm. in. Great reads tonight. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, honey. All right, our number two caller. And, by the way, Jessica is really funny. Jimmy was all excited. Number one. I said, no, Jessica, I got in before. She beat me by four seconds. I was like, ah. Oh. Okay. Jimmy, you are on the air. 702.
5: <laughs> Jimmy Ray Davis, the word machinist in the house. Uh, Nyla, you know what? I will be number two to Jessica any day. She is amazing. Um, she is. She did that. She asked me for a request, and I and I and I got caught up uh, at the time, and went back and was catching up on her work, and um, that one really stood out to me. Um, she's a very powerful writer, but that poem to me, I think, exemplifies uh, exact, you know what she has gone through uh, mm-hmm. in time in the hell house, and to be who she is today. Is she affected right. by it? Does it have bad days? Absolutely. But she is always so bubbly, so warm, so full of compassion. She has an inner strength that is just it truly astounds me. And um so I, I think that really sums that up. And Jessica, if you're still listening, just truly a great job. You have my deepest respect.
0: Right. It's hard, you know, when you go through really rough things. You know, some people have to live with the rough things they went through, and other people become the rough things been through. You know, and I'm glad she's the first kind of person, because it's hard, and I just it just speaks to her strength and fortitude of her inner inner child the strength of her inner child to have gotten through a childhood like that, to go through home, things at home like that, to go through, you know, just, just, yeah. It is amazing.
5: And, 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 and you know, to be totally shut in, to, to not uh, outwardly, uh, you know, just overcome that is kind of the norm, and, and you couldn't hold it against anyone. But the fact that she has really come out of her shell uh, – and even more so in recent years, because uh, I've been, you know, we me and Jessica followed each other from way back in the MySpace days, and she's doing, she's doing fantastic. Um, Nyla, so I brought you. Um, I, I don't have another Wildwood poem yet. Um, I hope hope to have one for you next week. Uh, this is a. I'm, I'm going to give you one old, one new this week, and uh, this one is from 2008. So this would have been the final stretch on uh, MySpace. And I chose this one because there, you, you will recognize uh, a couple of the characters in this, I believe. This is called, I, I have long titles tonight, too, both poems. have really long titles. This is called Found in the Mouse River, or I'm sorry, Found Scribbled in the Mouse River Obituary. Cranston Street was the picture of sin, and we indulged
1: and indulged.
5: Bug eaters and chickens for sale, thorn necklaces minus the rose pendant and that little cafe next to Cozy Dan's. Pie and coffee, last call of the day. The drunks were slurring, waltzing Matilda, and you looked at me that special way. The alley cats over on Dexter really had it made between Wu's fish market and the all-night Chinese buffet. Sarah worked tables at Finnegan's. We'd see her walking home, never happy,
1: always alone.
5: Shuddered when we realized she had fallen victim. Another hard luck ex-winner. Had to read in the Mouse River rag how she'd become a victim of a psycho named Skinner. Of course, now it's all changed. Mike at Cozy Dan's agrees. It just couldn't last. Couldn't last and winter still brings a freeze. The piano in the corner is laden with cobwebs, and we can hear the ghost songs of three-eyed Sheila. Sad and infinitely true. Not sure what happened to her, but her songs
0: remind me of you. and bone. Wow. Yes, I do recognize people in there.
1: I knew you would. I just knew it.
0: Skinner, that bastard.
5: Yeah, you know, and that's the one storyline that I have decided not uh, to extend. I'm going to focus on Abattoir, Sideshow Tales, and Wildwood. Uh, I just don't think there's enough meat uh, in the Skinner story as it is. I think it might be more fun to just bring him back for maybe some little cameo appearances throughout the other
6: stories. Mm-hmm.
2: So now. Yeah.
0: Any of you that know that poem will understand, you know, read in the obituary. she become a victim of the psycho named Skinner. If you know his Skinner poem, you'll understand what that means. So I think maybe I'll close the show with your Skinner piece just so that people can hear it. No, well, cool. Opening and closing with you. Mm.
5: I'm down with I don't know what. I, I owe the honor. I just... Uh, so, Nyla, I did... Um, Last week I told you about a poem I've been working on for months uh, because it had to be just right. And I don't know if it's just right, but I decided to finish it up, and and this is what we're going to go with. Now, um, there are a lot of injustices, and unfortunately uh, racism and and, and many other uh, horrific uh, issues are still ongoing, uh, painfully... Uh, sometimes just openly. And um, so this story grabbed me, and this is a story of Rasheem Carter, uh, who disappeared last year, almost a year ago, um, right after calling his mom to tell her that he was being chased uh, by truckloads of uh, white men um, from the, his job that he was working. And uh, his body was found a month later, it's been almost a year. We have no answers. Um, it, I, I won't get into the whole story, but definitely Google uh, Rashim Carter, and you can read it, and it's, uh, it'll tear you up. Um, ben Crump, the civil rights attorney, is working with uh, Rashim's mother. And, uh, you know, I thought a lot about some of the songs Bob Dylan sang back in the day. Hurricane was his song about... Uh, um, Reuben Carter, the boxer, uh no relation, and uh Ruben Carter was uh wrongfully imprisoned and the song inspired a movie nearly thirty years later which in turn inspired Ruben Carter's release. So words do work. So if you have something that you feel strong against, um for all poets out there, I mean, belt it out. Don't worry about what anybody thinks, you know. Let's let's put this let's put these things into light, because that's where they need to be. This is the lonesome death of Rashim Carter. Rashim Carter was murdered by cowards in a wooded area just south of Taylorsville. His body parts spread where they could be lost. The top of his skull, cleanly cut off. Doomed from the start simply for being. Darker of skin, his last text he was pleading. Messaged his mom with anxiety and fear. Three trucks of white men were drawing near. But what happened to him? Will we ever know? Vile deeds are going down. What is reaped will be sown. Rashim Carter was a restaurant owner, an intelligent young man, and a dear father. Worked a job contract to restart his business, just doing what he could to try to stay blessed. But William Zantzinger will rear up his head to make sure that all the Hattie Carols are dead. We talk about the steps forward we've come, but no one seems to count the backward ones. But hmm. what
1: happened to him?
5: Will we ever know? Brutal injustices, they are afoot. That which is reaped will be sown. Sheriff spoke through his throat, deeply with vigor about how the cops had done all in their power, how his bones must have been scattered by beasts, taking weeks to identify though they had his wallet and keys, ignoring the texts and calls to his mother as if it would really be somehow a bother. Tiffany Carter and family still have no answers, as authorities dodge the truth like sinister dancers. Sean Tyndall accuses Ben Crump of division, but Tyndall's cohorts are imbued with racist affliction. Too many inconsistencies just don't seem to add up. No excuse for a police force that has gone all the way corrupt. Our fears and frustrations came at the end of the day, when Sheriff Joel Houston uttered the words... No
1: foul play. But what happened to him? I think
5: we all know. Time to end this modern day mob. That
1: which is reaped
0: will be sown. And home. Sounds like Skinner may be on that police force.
1: I don't know, I don't think i Or or at least his
0: cousin. That's
5: horrible. Yeah. um,
2: I love the line
0: in there where you said, no one counts the backwards ones. We talk about the steps forward we've come, but no one seems to count the backward ones.
7: Yeah. And And we all know where that came
0: from. That's all I'm going to say.
5: Well, the fact that, you know, the fact that this is still, uh, you know, still going on. But here's the thing. I Actually, I have reached out. I don't know if I'm able to contact, but I have reached out to both uh, Attorney Ben Crump and um, uh, Rasheem's mother, Tiffany, uh, because I wanted them to, uh, I, uh, if, they, if possible, I want them to read this before I actually post it. Um, uh, it would be nice to get... Because uh, I don't want to... I mean, I I, I can't. I couldn't include everything. You have to really Google this to find out. There's a lot more information, and it's just going to break your heart. Um, but
0: I've got it pulled up I'm, I'm, to read I'm, after the show.
5: I'm going to keep writing about these things, and I'm going to keep shouting them out. And, you know, if if we can... If words can change one mind or help one person, then they are not wasted. So on that note, Nyla, not to put you in a downer, uh, we're going to take it a step up. I think we have, uh, uh, who do we got next? I think we have that gentleman from West Tennessee coming up. I am Jimmy Ray Davis, the Word Machinist. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok under the name Word Machinist. On Facebook, my poetry page is Jimmy Ray Davis. Poetry, uh, still working on getting the YouTube up and running so you can see these 3D poetry videos I do on your big widescreen TV at home. I know that will make you happy now. Anyway, thank you so much. And uh, as always, it's truly been a pleasure.
0: Indeed, it has for sure. Thank you so much for sharing both of those. And I'm definitely reading that story when I get off here because I've not heard that story and I need to know that story everybody does.
5: No. no, a lot of people haven't heard right. it, and that's part of the problem. So I want to get it up there. All right, Natalie, you have a good night. I love you.
0: Love you, too, hon. Give Missy hugs and the boys hugs.
5: we Will do.
0: All right. Bye, hon. All right. As Mr. Jimmy Ray Davis said, we do have Tennessee on the line. Area code 731, you are on the
2: air.
6: Hi, this is Michael Todd calling from West Tennessee, and you know, the first poem that Jimmy Ray read, he had a character named Mike who was at the Cozy, what's the name of the bar, the Tavern, Cozy Tavern, what was it called? Uh, that's, too, that's too hard a question. You might have, though. Cozy
0: cozy Dan's. Cozy Dan's, okay. Mike at, Mike at Cozy yeah. Dan's.
6: Yeah. Mike, that's, I could be that Mike. He He was a good guy, I bet. I am. <laughs> okay, you changed me. I had I had something pulled up to read and, and at the beginning of your show, you changed it. You don't know how often you veer me. Is veer? Yeah, that's a word. I have a poem that I wrote in 2020. I wrote it for you. I actually wrote it for your your spiral notebooks. You used to wag notebooks right everywhere you went because you believe in jotting things down. I do. Anyway, this is an acrostic sonnet. Acrostic sonnets are fun to write, and they're really not difficult at all if you stay away from the X's and the Z's. X's and Z's will rip your heart out. Okay? (laughs) So they just will. I've had to write those things that they'll be in somebody's name. And uh, I'll tell you what else is, what's fun to do with acrostics is write acrostics and don't tell anybody that you did it, okay? You can, like, have people's names in there, and they don't know, you know? And you, can, you can really do some fun stuff, it's especially mischievous stuff, uh, you know?
3: Mischievous. I can see that side of you. Mischievous.
4: <laughs> yes. It's mischievous yes. We'll
6: work on that. Anyway, we will. first poem, Spiral Notebook, which has 14 letters. Uh, 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 okay. Spiral Notebook, Acrostic Sonnet, or Nyla. Mm. Subtle outline yield to cure that notion. Prepare to recall, here and now impaired. Insist full consortium flows in motion. Revealing in duel time, thoughts she paired. Adroit on her feet when time to ascend, lateral fade a hint hinders balance. Notion in her hand, all but guaranteed, owning the only option, given chance. Table of contends, merging scroll and ink entries spiraling under full control, bearing her brand outside the box in sync. Open and shut, encased, in time, extolled. Only glimpse what goes on behind the scene. Knowledge divulged, disguised, and in between. End poem.
0: I love that so much. Well, you inspire That me? Makes, my, makes my heart happy. Sweet. <laughs> Absolutely love it You are reading okay. too though, right?
6: Sure I got another one that My buddy Shirley Alexander Has posted a couple on the the MySpace poetry site And uh, um had one That I was going to do And then she did another one I thought, well, I'd rather read this one This, is, this one is really going to Hit Nala in the fields okay okay ready ready? i'm ready my fields my
0: fields are ready
6: all right from the year 2010 the poem is called fear of falling written by shirley ann alexander 50 years ago my sister and i raced across a long high porch jumped off the end to fly across daffodils and old barking dogs That was before my sister fell. She sprained her arm on the hard ground. Afterward, I would run across the porch, leap into abandon, arms open to the sky. My sister would run to the edge, break to a full stop, sit down, and cry. I never understood her fear of jumping or the tears she shed for what was lost. I spent a lifetime long jumping from one thrill to the next. Fearless, then one day, I took the highest leap for love. Now I understand, End point.
0: yep, that one got me. You knew I'd like that one, mhm. That's like actually kind of genius. That's a great poem.
6: Sam was brilliant when she was writing back in the day, and she could be again. If she mm-hmm. could find, she has a life. She has a lot of life that gets in the way.
0: You know, we all do, but in our core, we are what we are. And her panel finder when when she needs it the most, I think.
6: Fantastic.
0: I have I have to believe that for all of us.
6: Mm, I'm gonna print the other one off and have it for in the very near future. <laughs> I do kind of just love her to death. I really do.
0: Well, I to hope death. she hears this. And lets her know the impact she still makes. That'd be kinda cool for her to know that.
6: She drew a need do- a picture of what's so- up. Do a picture once of a car of a of a bridge that goes over a creek. Okay, what do you call that? A bridge that goes over a creek, a covered bridge. Okay, that's what i was trying to say. And uh, it's very detailed, immaculate. And, and I remember looking at at this covered bridge going across this, a narrow body of water, and thinking to myself, if the bridge ever falls in, but the cover stays, what do you have? What I don't know,
2: I, I don't know either. I you don't need know to think
6: about that. You need to make a a challenge or a prompt. Go to your people, discuss it. There's got to be an answer to this, and I can't find it hey i'm just a I'm just a country boy in West Tennessee.
0: All right, so write Go that ahead. down, send it to me, and I will post it on my page, and we will find that answer. Okay. <laughs> I'll do it. Okay. I'll do it, in too. In the
6: meantime, in the meantime, you know what time it is? Time for me to step aside and make room for the real poets. Y'all can visit me at oh. miketodd.blogspot.com. That's M-Y-K-E-T-O-D-D at blogspot.com. Look forward to seeing you. Thank you, Nyla. Glad to have you back You're tonight. welcome, you're sweetheart. Sounding, you're, you're sounding mighty sparky, and that's a good thing.
0: Well, thank you, my dear. I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Like a little firefly. All right. All right, <laughs> All right, sweetheart. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Bye. All right. Our next caller comes from Area Code. Area Code Riverboat. <laughs> no. Area Code Golf Cart. <laughs> 850, you
8: are on the air. Yeah, it's a golf cart tonight, unfortunately.
7: So you gave up the uh, tractor you for your
8: little red sports car, huh? Well oh, the tractor's in the middle of getting serviced. So I can oh. It's not it's uh, torn apart right now, so I can't I Uh-oh. can't use it. But, oh thank goodness uh, for the doing? golf cart then. Wonderful in you? Yeah. Um I'm hanging in like a hair in a biscuit. I'm, uh, we've had a break from the heat these couple of days, and it's been uh, been a nice break. But, uh, I'm intrigued by uh, Mr. Todd's question right there at the end. We have a we have a really historic bridge three miles from here called the Swan Covered Bridge that goes over the Locust Fork of the Black Warrior River, and uh, I don't know that there's a name for it if. If the roadway falls away, but the covered bridge stays there, you got a useless covered bridge. <laughs> yeah. There might be a name for it. I'm I'm curious now. There might be a name for it. You
4: know,
8: bunch of those up
0: towards Bohemia Mountain. There's like six of them up there, and three of them
8: don't yeah. have roads attached to them anymore. They're just sitting there. Yeah, just yeah. Per- that's that's pretty much what they're doing with Swan Bridge here it's it oh you know they have such they have such limited traffic they have such limited a river roof that's pretty good oh yeah morgan morgan in the chat calls it a river roof that works but uh anyway oh i uh oh i thought about bringing it up last week it was still pretty fresh in the news uh, as usual, uh, I just wanted to share something right quick. The As usual, my hometown of Montgomery, Alabama, is usually in the news for the wrong thing. Uh, you know, they had the big uh, brawl on the river there on the 5th, I believe it was the 5th. Uh, we've come to call it the White Trash Bash. But... Uh, there's a lot of spooky stuff. That there's a there's a whole lot of folklore around that. There's a really ugly history there, but there's a lot of folklore around that riverfront and a lot of. Uh, there's just a lot. Of, Hank Williams actually learned the blues from uh, a blues player they called t Tot there back in the in the early third da, 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 20s whenever he was a kid we was like a teenager and uh when i was a junior in high school my high school girlfriend and i we go down to union station we go down to the riverfront and they have these tunnels that you know go under the the switch yard to go under the actual station and go down to the riverfront and there was <laughs> a guy that had set up and uh, to, I'm going to assume he was homeless or he was traveling. He, he, he was pretty rough around the edges. But he had a guitar case sitting there open, and he was playing a song we didn't recognize, but it was amazing. The dude had a voice. If I had to compare him to somebody modern day, it would be somewhere around Sturgill Simpson. He was amazing. And we stood there and watched him play about three songs. There was about ten people standing there. And we didn't have any money, but I think we each threw a dollar apiece in the case, you know, just hear something. And we going down to the river for a little bit, and it was pretty crowded, so we're like, well, let's go back up. We come up, and that crowd is gone. And there was some people standing by this, uh, there was like a booth set up. I don't even remember what they were, it was like a church group handing out like flyers and we said where did this guy go and they're like what are you talking about like the guy that was just here playing music and they're like well there was there hasn't been anybody here playing music take that as face value but i know damn sure he was there but uh well you know if you working. ask
0: alan jackson that kind of stuff
8: happens there all the time midnight in montgomery well that's the that's the thing you know growing up and i heard that all all my life you know you when you're having a bad day, you ride out to Oakwood Cemetery and you talk to Hank. Mhm. That's mm-hmm. what you do. They have benches out there where you can sit. You know, it's you you can you can sit there and talk to Hank. Anyway, that's enough of that.
0: I like that. Uh, I you uh, know what though that makes me smile when uh-huh. people do that.
8: Yeah. It uh it's. Oh, I say I've, I've done it myself. I'm not gonna lie, I've done it myself. <laughs> that uh, makes me happy too. Well, I was hung up uh, walking out of the house. I grabbed a couple of randomly grabbed a couple of my books. I was gonna read from my books, and the first one I'm gonna share. If I, I still got dark now, I got to get my light out. First one I'm going to share, if you are to tell me to cram every cliche I could think of into into a poem, I would write this and call it Whiskey Lullaby, so that is the name of it. Stand, another battle with the night, knee-deep in moonlight delusions as ocean-bent kisses fall upon the sea, thundering from the gate only to have my plans fall through once again, I'm humbled by the aching winds that bend my will like the palms along the shore. I curse my deceitful dream catcher with the rage of my father's eyes. So lame in my attempt to set fire to the stars, I'm bathed in the dark rain of midnight delusions. Believe me when I tell you, no one knows this whiskey lullaby better than me. End poem. Wow. Wow. I love that. Sorry, I didn't mean to to keep stuttering. I had damn moths fly up when I lit that flashlight up. Oh, God, I hate moths. All right, the other one. This one's from this morning, and it kind of goes along that line, so I guess we kind of got a theme going here. Uh, I called this one accidental insinuation. And it's a, it's a hiccup, it's short. Orphaned by the silence of this 3 a.m. sequel, imposter syndrome, syndrome strikes again. Being misunderstood has swollen my mind, as illogical projections always misconstrued, failed to dash the flood. Forgive my accidental insinuation of originality, just I have, I have no voice left. Both of those. First one is
0: definitely my favorite, though I have to say, but the second one's like right there nipping yeah. on my heels.
8: Thank you, ma'am. Both well, of those were awesome. Whiskey lullaby is one of my favorites. If I, mm-hmm. I don't like picking a favorite, or I don't like, I don't like that because they're all representative of. Where, you, you, I'm not telling you anything you don't know, or anybody else anything they don't know, but you know what I mean. They all, well, thank goodness poems
0: they all, don't have ears
8: because you can't hurt their feelers. Yeah. So it's okay you know, to well, have they, a favorite. You know, the the they, they, they all had their meaning when when they came into being, and when whatever uh, whatever dribble I was trying to cultivate out of my head, it was it was what that feeling <laughs> was at that time. So I mean, I don't want to oh. Uh, you know, but yeah, the whiskey lullaby is one of my one of my favorite ones.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You know. So I want to give you an assignment, some homework.
8: Okay. Well, you did. Did you see your video I sent you? I no, not yet.
3: You.
0: Did you? Oh my Yeah. I w- I've been up on the Bohemian Mountain. I just got home yesterday. I like literally. Yeah. Got in the house long enough to take a shower, go to bed, get mm-hmm. up this morning. I went and judged the the photo stuff at the state fair, came home, and I'm on the show. So I haven't had time to okay do well,
8: anything. But I am going to. I'm so excited. Thank you. Yeah, you've got a video for me because I I was sitting there thinking about it. Monday, I was like, well, for the next three weeks, I'm gonna be at home, and she's not gonna get. I'm not gonna get a chance to blow the horn. So. <laughs> I, was actually in, I was actually, you know, underway and not bothering anybody. I was like, you know what, let me hit it, and you'll see the seagulls. scatter. Seagulls tend to gather on the barges, and they scatter mm-hmm. when I hit the horn. So, <laughs> I okay.
0: cannot wait to see it. Thank you so much for doing that.
8: Yes, ma'am, no problem at all, no problem at all. So, uh, all right, so you ready for your so homework? What is yeah, what is the assignment?
0: I want you to write, not a poem, I want you to write a short story. All right. Okay. And I want you to title it Talking with Hank. Okay. So not not a poem, but I want you to write a short story like prose. And I want you to title it Talking with Hank, and then I would love to hear it.
8: All right. Well, let me, uh, me steal on that. Right.
0: <laughs> I will do that. No no time limit, just that mull around take seed and then take flight.
8: Well, I appreciate it. Oh uh, yeah, I'll definitely uh that I that 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 speaks to my to my childhood and my teenage years especially. I mean, that was all uh, Oh, one more thing. Are you familiar with the, the, he's kind of dropped out of circulation a little bit. Are you familiar with Jamie Johnson? No, I don't think so. You're not familiar with Jamie Johnson? Anyway, the country singer named Jamie Johnson. Jamie was a grade behind me at Jefferson Davis High School in Montgomery. I had a crush on his girlfriend. His girlfriend was a friend of mine, but I had a, a serious crush on her. I thought Jamie was a loser. Jamie was not a loser, but anyway, um, but Jamie Johnson if you ever if anybody out there sees Jamie performing he's always playing that one specific Epiphone acoustic guitar if you look down at the base of the guitar what you call the bout where the strap hooks behind you on your right side you'll see damage repaired he actually dropped his guitar at Hank's grave and busted it on the headstone on the corner of the headstone marker so he literally he literally broke his guitar on Hank's grave. Wow, he's super hairy, isn't he? Yeah, he's got. A, he's grown like a big beard. Yeah, he looks like he looks like ice. Like he plays on. He looked like he looks like one of the ice road truckers now, or something like that. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm
0: gonna have to. I know he's got a song. I don't remember something about money.
8: Bank cash my could. pick. You can't cash my checks,
0: something like that, so I have yeah. to um I have to go listen to him after the show too. I got lots of stuff you guys are giving me lots of stuff to do yeah. I like it, yes, ma'am all
8: right, well, I will get out of the way. I've taken way more than my share of time. I will get out of the way, and uh, y'all y'all have a good evening. I'm enjoying listening to everybody, and uh we'll have a have a good one. Y'all have a good I'll one. I'll
0: tell everyone how to find you first.
8: Oh, shit. I'm, uh, Dead Society Poet <laughs> is all my, all uh, social media is all Death Society Poet. Instagram, most active on Instagram. Uh, Twitter that I refuse to call X. Twitter, I'm still on there. Uh, Facebook, I have my poetry page on Facebook. And it's, Mainly those three, Threads is stupid. I'm on Threads, but Threads is stupid. I don't know how long I'm going to keep on with that. And uh, that's basically it. TikTok, of course. uh, Anyway, y'all have a good
0: one. You too, and thank you for the video. I can't wait to watch it, hon. You're awesome.
8: Yes, (laughs) Thank you, ma'am. Y'all have a good one.
0: (laughs) You too, hon. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and give you the lineup so you have an idea. We have 779 followed by 623, then 346, and then 216, Mommy. You're coming up soon. All right.
3: 779. <laughs> hey, sweetheart. Don't call me that.
0: Hit it. Uh, I'm not uh, well trained do better god um i will i will, I, I will do better damn it
9: <laughs> see see i knew it you you can be trained
4: <laughs>
9: um Annabelle. yeah yeah what hi hi
4: <laughs> Welcome um to the so show i
9: have <laughs> i have a brand new piece that's polished and dotted and painted um and then To follow it, there's a snippet of an unpolished piece that's supposed to go, uh, supposed to line up with the one I'm going to read. And as for a life event, um, I finally had surgery on my right hand. Uh, I had to have a de Corvin's repair and a PSDC tear Mm -hmm. repair. So the TFCC is a support, like a support branch in your wrist, like when you lean on your hands to get up, you know, um, that tore in the center, and it's a little triangle with cartilage that drapes across the center, and that ripped right in the middle. So I have been trying to heal, but it's still very swollen and very painful. However, I'm happy that I finally got it done. It's been about a year in waiting.
0: No doubt, and it'll get better slowly but surely. And it's just, I'm glad you finally had it back, taken care of. Yeah, me too. Doctor said that I should have a full full recovery, have full access to my wrist again, and
9: so I don't have to cry about not being able to write or paint. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm really glad that you have Morgan to sit there and wait on you hand and feet and, like, bring you grapes and things.
9: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's grinning from ear to ear right now. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know, uh, I heard that if you rub someone's feet, it, the nerves go directly to the hand and it causes pain relief. I,
9: Nyla, every time he tries to touch my feet, I screech and pull away. Oh man, girl! I cannot, I cannot stand Wait. it. Believe me, I
0: wish I could. <laughs> I, I would, I would pay someone to rub my feet. I love my feet rubbed. Oh God, it's so awesome. It's like almost better than sex. Mm-hmm. True story. True story.
9: <laughs> feet There's a piece for you. Right?
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> Okay. Sorry, I channeled my
2: airmade Ryan there. Oh I'm glad no one I'm glad no one's
9: track. listening to us right now. Oh no they are. Morgan's commenting at the moment. <laughs> okay, uh so my first piece is called Unintentionally Aware. Our demons play beneath the shadows and they echo in our laughter. They're in the thick of our throat as they tell us, you don't matter. They're waiting in the darkness of our humor, perfectly timed, carefully paced. They are the unspoken rumor we hear behind the smiling eyes we have to praise. Listening to respond with obsolete, effectively blocking our only view. Our demons sleep on a clean linen sheet fully dressed and ready to argue. They have our memories and they have our names, taking advantage of extremities to explain the rules in their games. Our demons, live in a fine, our demons live in the fine lines of reality and fear, casually slipping out at times to see what they can hear. They are patient and unkempt as they play quietly in our black and gray thoughts. They are painfully content as we fall to our knees when we have lost. Our demons suggest traumatic stories to keep our relationship solid. They create the categories. We pull our first card as they whisper, your turn is invalid.
0: And that's empty. Wow. You know, those demons are, my demons are the voices in my head. You know, and it's it's. I love the part where you talk about they sit on clean linen and ready to, what was it, ready to fight or ready to, what was it? Ready to argue. Ready to argue. You know, and, you know, for me, that's like it's bedtime now and I have to go to bed. But as soon as I go to bed and I'm not multitasking, I'm not keeping busy, you know, that's when they start messing with me. You know, I don't even try to sleep in the bed before they're right there. So that, yeah, it really makes me think about that. It took me a long time to get control over them. You know, the way, you you know, those things talk to you inside your head and and just keep all that crap stirred up like shit disturbers, you know?
9: Yeah, for real. We're going to bed and I I woke up for work.
0: Yeah, right? Right? (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Right. That needs to be on uh, a license plate or something. Yeah. <laughs> or not license plate, a bumper sticker. I know a guy. That's what I'm thinking, a bumper sticker. Yeah. <laughs> we'll know, we'll work on get bad. the wording on that, right? <laughs> we'll, work, we'll work on the wording that for that because I think that's awesome. Okay. We're going to bed and they're getting up for work. Yeah. yeah. All right, <laughs> number two. Uh, called Serenity of My Own Backyard.
9: And remember, this is not polished, and I'm not happy with how it's going, but it'll get fixed. So, Serenity of My Own Backyard. I feel it caress the very fibers of my heart, knowing that this is where we start. Where yearning and peace build a home amongst the demons, as if to say, we see you, and you are not welcome in this place. With or without your treasons. I find comfort in the sunrise above the mountaintops in the early morn. I find oxygen where heavy souls were once born. I find life beyond the sand and gravel, wondering when the darkness will unravel. It's so close and yet just out of reach. The happiness storybooks share. It is a promised safety net in breach of a home that will forever be there. And that's empty.
0: And there's a beautiful sunset set behind the desert mountains. On the gravel, I'm looking at yeah. the picture on the piece. I, I saw that on your page, so I had to pull it up real quick. Oh, <laughs> so, I, so I could read yeah, it while Morgan you were. you
9: actually took that. That's not. That is an unfiltered picture, and that I, one of the things I love about photos in Arizona, everything looks like a goddamn
0: postcard. <laughs> right? It does. Except for the fact that everything in Arizona is either dead, dying, or deadly. Other than that, Arizona is amazing. (laughs) It is amazing. I had a chance to drive a little convertible Miata all the way across Arizona one night. And it was in the desert, and it was so cold. Oh, my God, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. I wouldn't put the top up. I, I just got there and froze to death. Morgan. Did you see what he wrote? No, but I'm gonna go look now.
9: You have to, because I'm a little concerned now. He's sitting next to me. And um, this is a
0: question. <laughs> you're de- you're definitely deadly.
9: Ah, okay, so
0: he's grinning at that, skin. isn't he?
9: Oh
2: yes, he isn't is. not he? Much
0: so. he's, he's laughing. See, yeah. Uh uh-huh. I know him. I got his I know who he is. <laughs>
2: all right oh,
9: awesome well those are those are my pieces my polished and unpolished and you guys can find me at allpoetry.com forward slash scarlet letter it's all one word um i try to keep that as updated as possible and this is the first piece i've
0: written in a couple of months
9: so that felt good for me
0: well, it was great to hear you read. I've missed you. I miss you when you're not around.
9: Yeah, I know. I miss you, Mama Bear, but I'm trying.
0: <laughs> We're getting so
9: much I closer know. to
0: having the kids, so that's, that's important. <laughs> well, tell Morgan next time he has to read too. Well, he's right there. He's waiting in line. He's next. And boy, does Is he have your surprise for you. Oh, shh, never mind. I'll pretend I'll be surprised, even though he told me his area code already. I'll be surprised. He's he's literally after me now. Come on. <laughs> shh, I'm old. I'll forget.
9: <laughs> okay, I'll remind you in ten seconds. Count okay,
0: ten and we'll go from there. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why you're so surprised all the time. Everything's new. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, too funny.
2: Okay.
0: All right, sweetheart. Love you dearly. I'm glad you're in a good place and, and uh, getting your feet rubbed. Oh, We're oh, I love
3: you, too. I
0: know. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's go ahead and grab our next caller. wonder who it could be. Let's bring on area code 623. 623, you're on the air.
10: Hello, Nyla.
0: Can wow, you hear is this me? Morgan?
2: I can hear you. Oh, my you.
10: God. That's so weird. I'm so surprised. It's like, I know. <laughs> you know, I, I, was, I was almost going to message you on you. Facebook today. <laughs> it's so weird. I was just going to message you on Facebook today, and I realized that it's been three years since I've last talked to you. And I'm like, oh, God, don't tell me it's been that long since I've been on the show. This cannot be correct.
0: I'm old. I forgot.
10: So did I. It's fine.
0: It was like yes. It was like yesterday, right?
10: It was just like yesterday.
0: It was. It as was. We'll call I'm it concerned. that. I'm not really not that old, but it makes a really good excuse so that you know Fair we enough. can hide anything under the rug and no one will find them.
10: <laughs> so I have. It was good to hear from pieces. you. It's good to hear from you, too. I'm very glad to be back on the show, and I have a very special surprise for you here today. Um, I wrote Mm -hmm. my first piece in probably a year or two, and Mm -hmm. uh, I'm debuting it here. Well, I feel special.
0: You guys get ready.
10: I haven't posted it anywhere or anything. I have not shared it with the world yet, and I thought, what a better place with Annabelle visiting to – Come on the show and read it for the first time here. So that's my second piece. My first piece is um, actually because you were talking about acrostic poetry. I've been Uh doing that for a decade, not knowing what it was called. And uh, I'm actually really proud to say this. I mentioned it in chat earlier. I actually have an acrostic poem that was published in a short story in a compilation book that is a bestseller book on Amazon.
0: That's awesome. Got
10: be yeah, of that thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, a buddy yeah. of mine is an author, and he got in with a collaboration um, for a charity, and he's like, "Yo, I need a piece from a sixteen-year-old goth girl writing a love poem to death," and I'm like, "Boo, I got you." <laughs>
0: And you so, don't let this guy rub your feet, Jessica. What's wrong with you,
2: <laughs>
0: Nyla? She's yelling
2: at an
9: instigator. No, she said the name again. I'm gonna smack oh, her. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, you said uh, the wrong
10: name. Uh, you said Annabelle. the wrong name. There it is.
0: Annabelle.
10: All right. So this first piece is pretty short, but this is the one that I uh, I wrote in the story. Uh, the the short story is called courting death it's it's like um a tongue-in-cheek um kind of like really nice story i highly recommend uh, anybody read it it's in like 13 spooky tales to tell in the dark it's like called like autumn nights i believe uh you can still buy it on amazon it is uh it's a wonderful little tale it's the last one in the book too it's the closer um but the piece which is acrostic uh the title is the across the, you know, nature of it it's uh, it's called your sweet embrace yearning i search here out of my reach under the raging river no mortal can breach sing to me sweetly weep here discreetly enchant me with wisdom eternally grand then take me away with a touch of your hand Entrance me with wisdom, memory, and lore. Make me remember where I came from before. Be free of the shackles of all who demand. Revile your presence and refuse your command. At last we shall meet and time may disband. Come, take me to wander the land that you roam. Embrace me, sweet death, so I may finally I'm home and peace
0: that's pretty wicked
10: I love it I just I wasn't I, gonna read it tonight but then you started talking about Across the Poetry and I'm like now I have to you do I think so, that yeah,
0: is uh, amazing oh no,
10: thank you and,
0: and you do and you do young goth girl very well I have to admit
10: thank you I was very happy um, <laughs> Tell her what it says. Oh, yeah, I did. It's your sweet embrace. Yeah. Sorry, Annabelle's interjecting over here. D- don't mind me. But my second <laughs> I piece. I can hear her. Oh, okay. My second piece. This is the one. I, I tried to write an epic. Um, I don't know if this qualifies. I'll let you all be the judge of that. Um, but I've never really written anything more than like eight stanzas. Uh, And this one is 15, so it's longer than my traditional, Um, but I'm really, really proud of it, and I don't think I repeated a rhyme scheme once except for the namesake of the piece, so I think that's kind of cool, too. Um, Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I'll I'll let you see if you guys can pick it out, but uh, the poem is called Arise. I struggle and fight as I toil in the plight of surviving the nature of man the lowest beaten down to keep them in the ground it is all just a part of the plan I soldier and crawl to climb over the wall and be freed of the dirt in the sands a contest is made to block the brigade of grasping and outreaching hands they pull and they hike impaled on the pike of a promise to raise them above the masses They swing as the champions sing a false song of sickly sweet love. The smiles conveyed are black and decayed with a ravenous visage of greed. The droned soulless song carries on all along, imploring all others take heed. The hypnotized horde gives all it can afford to grasp at unreachable dreams. The champions on high laugh as they deny all but the meagerest of means. I rip and I claw as I'm dragged to the maw, unveiling the bottomless deep. I grip and I cling as I struggle to bring myself towards this horrid dark keep. The towering gate, a source of debate of who has the privilege to pass. The entrance now blocked, permanently locked, by schemes of the high ruling class. The surge and the sway of the endless array crashes and breaks like a wave the bodies are strewn and new dreams are hewn as the champions pick who to save within disarray and the endless decay held back by the burgeoning halls a voice shall arise above all the cries calling to tear down the walls the hedonist scourge calls forth for a purge to silence the dissension of voice The uprising must die to maintain their lie and preserve the illusion of choice. The swell from the crowd begins to grow loud as more voices enter the fray. The sound ringing clear, instilling deep fear and causing the champions dismay. The freshly wrought din condemns all the sin of the hierarchy perched on their thrones. The echoing cry fractures the sky, disrupting their world made of bones. The people climb forth headstrong from the north for the blood in which they will bathe. The champions lay still, robbed of their will, a sacrifice to the hands of the rave. The charge from the night now swells with a might that shudders the walls made of stone. The tower laid siege to dethrone their liege and force all of them to atone. The fortress overrun, the rebellion has begun. Beaten by those that they despise, the champions laid bare, gripped by their despair as the Legion does what it must arise and peace.
0: You know, I have to tell you that your rhyme schemes in there are incredible and that is so hard to do what you did writing that because you take the first part of your lines and you have two, two rhymes at the very beginning and then you end the line. You do the same thing on the next one and then the end of both of those lines. So you've got two rhymes and then the end of the line word, two rhymes, and you rhyme that with the first line, end of the line. Yeah, I know I'm getting you confused, but you did that no, it's, throughout it's the whole AAC, thing. No,
10: BBC, yeah.
0: Yeah, that was much better explained than what I was doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was, you know, but the way you did it in lines, you know, you didn't, they weren't at line breaks. You know, you did it internally, and that was really impressive. And what's more impressive about it is that you didn't use predictable rhymes. You know, it's Thank like... You. Using words that, you know, if someone is reading a poem and they say a word, you can pretty much guarantee what the next word is going to be. And one of those is life and strife. Not to say anything bad about anyone that's used that rhyme because it's really hard to find a good rhyme for life, you know. But, you know, usually know that if the the word life is used, strife is going to be in there next. um, Unless you get creative with a near rhyme for that for that because it's so hard to do with that word but so that's what i mean by a predictable rhyme and you didn't have that in there and kudos to you that was a great write
10: thank you i'm very very proud of it it will be going live tomorrow
0: very cool good rhyme george i see that knife yes life knife very good so yeah i'm i think that you'll get some really good responses on that
10: I, I hope so. I'm uh, I'm very very proud of it, and that's for me. I mean, it it was my frustration with the rat race that culminated into this. <laughs> mhm. And I, I had like a, a Helms Deep style Lord of the Rings battle in my head, and I'm just like, I'm just gonna run with this.
0: I really liked that too. You know, I was almost gonna say it could have sounded like, you know, a, a soliloquy in a Shakespeare play or something. You know. With, with like, you know, some token overtones there.
10: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Anima wants me to tell you how I had to write this because it's actually a little bit of a story. So really quick, like, I know I'm taking up a lot of time, but I had to smuggle this piece out of my work. I work at a call center with very strict security. So there's no email or messaging in or out of the company. So I couldn't just like write it and then like send it to myself. So what I had to do in my downtime, I'd write a stanza or two. And then when I get up to go to my break, I'd have to memorize like half a stanza or a stanza, really quickly run over to my break area, whip out my phone, jot it down, come back from my break, check to make sure that it was correct. And if it wasn't, on my next break, I had to run out and correct it and then memorize another stanza. And it took me like two and a half months to sneak this out of my work.
0: Oh, geez. That's insane.
10: Hey, I knew it was gonna be good. I couldn't just leave it to rot.
0: <laughs> so, and you can't have your phone at your desk.
10: Nope. Nope, not at all. Because I'm I'm working with like credit card information and other CP&I, so I can't have any sort of like writing or recording utensil that is not strictly company approved. Huh. Could so you have written it, it on your arm? Out. Nope. i if not you wore shorts and like?
0: If you wore shorts and pulled them all the way, oh, well, that doesn't work.
10: No, <laughs> I <laughs> no, it definitely doesn't work. But I'm not allowed pens. I'm not allowed anything. No writing utensils. No, no, nothing. Wow, that's I'm so I'm, I'm, good, glad. I'm glad. I'm glad to know out. my
0: information is safe.
10: <laughs> it is. It absolutely is. All right, I'll duck out. Uh, For anyone who wants to find me and peruse my other works, uh, there's not, you know, an absolute ton of them. I believe that I'm a writer who does, you know, quality over quantity. Um, I'm very proud of, you know, all of my major pieces. Um, You can find me at writerscafe.org slash ashire. That is writerscafe.org slash A-S-H-I-R-E.
0: Perfect. And Annabelle, don't let him go so long without calling in next time.
9: Mama, I've had too much problems.
0: Well, crack your whip. Okay. Okay. All right. I don't have will talk to you guys later. I'm glad you guys are getting a chance to visit and hang out and have fun and enjoy your sunsets and all that good stuff.
10: Well, thank you. I'm so glad that you you enjoyed it, and to anybody else who did out there, thank you so much. I was very glad that I could debut that uh, here on your show.
0: I loved it. All right, kids, we'll talk to you later.
1: Bye. Bye, Mom.
0: Wait a minute. Who was this again? Okay, bye. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, our next caller comes from area code... Three, four, six. Three, four, six. Miss Emmy. Good evening. Hello, Miss Emmy. How are you doing? I am fabulous. Thank you for asking. I can always tell how fabulous you are by how long the A lasts. So what's the secret Uh, you're going to tell us this week?
11: uh, Well, I think you should see on your board area code 901. Why don't you open that mic?
0: I will do that. 901, you are on the air.
12: Hello there.
0: Hello, mystery man.
6: (laughs) I let her explain everything.
0: Oh no 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 wait wait no no I, no, no 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 I want him to explain.
2: I mean, oh yeah. Why do I have to? <laughs> because
0: I'm an instigator. I don't I don't know why. Just because you said you weren't going to. Now I want you to. I don't know. All right, you don't have to. I don't want you. To, don't want you hanging up on me. <laughs> Tell us what's going no, on, Emmy. I w I, would, I wouldn't do that.
11: <laughs> so as that nobody could say that he is the figment of my imag because you all have had to wait a decade of hearing about future king. Ta da, there is future king on your phone line. His name is Freddie Posey. And he is a poet. He is a poet, but he's a bit shy tonight, so he he would only agree to say hello to everybody.
0: Well, we won't pick on him too much, but now that he's been here, he's family, and we are all so chill and cool, and I hope you feel welcome. So, Freddie, it's really thank, good to meet you. you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're very much. welcome. And, yes, we've been hearing about you for decades, so I'm excited <laughs> to finally finally put a voice with the poems. Uh,
6: maybe next week or, or two I will say one. He was trying to get me to say one uh, tonight, but
8: um, since this is my first time, I decided yeah. to listen and with everything goes.
0: Well, we're really, I mean, one of the cool things about this show is, that, I mean, we've been on the air for 17 years, and we've got a really, really good group of poets there. And, you know, it's like I always say, we don't always do it pretty, but we always do it. And I think one of the things that is really incredible about the community the poets have built here is that we're really accepting of everybody. You know, there's so many different types of poets here, and everybody is so supportive. And so, you know, they inspire each other, and it's just, it's really cool. You know, it really is like sitting in a coffee shop with all your buddies, and someone walks in, and you make new friends, and... and, I think that you will uh I think you will enjoy it here as much as Emmy has over the years. <laughs> yes. So we're talks, glad to have you. Talk about you guys a lot. Well, good. All right, so is uh is she going to read a poem about you tonight?
2: <laughs> well, well, I, I don't know.
0: You see
11: he he uh sent me two poems. And I'm thinking he's going to read them tonight. So I pulled two poems that I would go nicely with his poems. But then just before you come to our number, he's like, oh, no, I'm just
0: showing you these poems.
11: <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I'll go ahead. Um so you know, and he, that's
0: cool. He'll he'll be all comfortable next week. It'll be old news. He'll feel right at home, and he'll be fine. I won't. i won't make him read.
2: So this <laughs> this,
0: this is
11: a little bit older poem. It's called "Love Upon the Astro Plain. His lips called to her through space and time, a desire that fills her with hot, molten nectar. His voice, smooth and sensuous, she is flowing upon each letter spoken by him, gliding upon the universe in a dance called Us. He dips her backwards as she clings to his neck, spinning her around in a circle of romance stars as they shake and shimmy to their own personal melody. Cosmic dust flying as their bongo beats take over. They are something to the erotic fires only they together can bring. Hearts pounding as they become lost in each other's embrace to becoming one. Romantic dinners upon the astral plane, consuming delicious delight, savory morsels of aphrodisiacs. More than two lovers, royalty joining forces, becoming one powerful nation, unstoppable. The essence of these two combined brings the power of Atomic energy, a union only heaven could ordain, love found with each other's souls. Their search has been completed by each other's heart of gold, a king and mighty with tenderness and honor, a queen strong and bold with sweetness and gentleness, a love story for the ages her cream to his coffee, his chocolate to her vanilla. Sweet love forever cherish. Musings of Amelia T. Davis A. K. A.
0: Poetical Angel Queen and Pete. George says, Ooh, this one's getting steamy. <laughs> So now, I'm just well, picturing you, you shimmying and shaking in like a bathtub full of chocolate. You have a lot to live up to, Freddie
2: <laughs>
11: Next one is called "Love's Dream." Allow me to breathe you into my core. I want your essence to ooze out of my very being. I want to be. Saturated by your soul to overflowing delight. Take my mind into the knowledge that is yours alone. Speak to my intelligence with your wisdom. Sweep me away to the land of passion and desire. Pour my essence into your core as we become one. Paradise will be found in my embrace. Let us dance amongst the stars as our joy takes us to the universe. Allow our heart in a rhythm of percussion's beats, pounding, pounding, love's song, our voices rising in a harmony of joy. Come, my beloved, and whisk me away to the land where cherish and Adore reigns supreme. Allow us to become we forevermore. Musings of Amelia Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen, and peace. Us to become we. I love it. That was beautiful, Amelia. Thank you so much. That's why, what happened with Chris, but never mind, you could tell me behind the scenes. Okay, so you can find me on all social media sites under Amelia T. Davis, E-M-I-L-I-A-T-D-A-V-I-S, also known as Poetical Angel Queen or every Thursday night right here with Nyla.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, indeed. Beautiful reads on both of those. Thank you for introducing us to Freddie. Freddie, thank you for being here and saying hello. We can't wait to um, hear you share sometime when you're ready to do that. And you guys are awesome.
6: Sure. Thank you for uh, having me here. And
13: I'll
0: Just- uh, see you next week. Perfect. Be careful of this one. She has a sweet
8: tooth. Believe me, I know. (laughs) (laughs)
0: All right. You guys have a great evening, and we'll talk to you You next week. All right. Later. Bye-bye. That was awesome. Okay. So let's go ahead and bring on our next caller, my mommy dearest. 216, you're on the air.
4: Uh, okay.
0: On the air. Hey, Mama. And I have missed you so I, much.
4: Oh, uh, well, I'm in the car. I just pulled into my driveway, and uh, I was listening the whole time. But I, well, I had to run out to get something to handle had no getting, but I got it. So now I'm in the driveway. And it stopped raining, but I don't have a piece down here, unless so i read something off my phone real quick which that would be what I have to do. But I've been listening, and I really liked the young guy that was so enthused about his poetry. Um, I could barely hear um, some of it because it was cars going past, but it sounded like he was just one of the new modern-day poets that was just excellent, and um, I was really enthused about his work. So I would love to hear that poem again. So I guess I'll be listening to the archives. How you
0: been? I have been doing really good, home and settled for a week or so, so I can start getting my chores done, and uh, George says, my evening is complete. I hear Mama.
4: Oh, thank you. Well, this is um, a test poem I'm going to do to see how it goes. I'm supposed to write, write a poem about venison, and that's going to be kind of like a strange subject, so here I go. If I could grab a tender morsel, I would be satisfied. They look so vulnerable, the easiest prey in the forest, but there is not much pickings left since the fires, the fires,
7: the fire.
4: We all nearly escaped the fire. It burned our venison meat into charcoal and all the wildlife and vegetation burned into charcoal. I don't want to eat humans, but I'm a wolf. What must I do? I'm a wolf. A wolf must do what a wolf must do. Many humans lost their pets. Maybe, maybe I'll just, maybe I could play that role. Just until time gets better, I will choose a house to protect and lay low. Wolves and humans have a history. Big bad granny wolf likes venison. venison. She dries her venison meat and salt, and puts it up for hard times. We shall watch and wait, and we wolves will be safe. And all the wolves howled, and they lived as one. Granny took care of the hungry wolves, and the wolves had plenty dried venison to eat. Oh.
8: Wow. <laughs> wolves
0: will be wolves. But now you got me thinking about venison. You know, every September I go over to eastern Oregon where I do my fossil study. Every year I've got a formation over there that I've been working on for a lot of years and I always go the end of September because hunting season starts October 1st and so the campgrounds and everything like that are always full of hunters and you know you run around and you say hi to people and I always talk someone out of the venison heart that's my absolute let me sound gross to you guys and if you're vegetarians I'm sorry but you know there's nothing in the world that beats fresh venison heart oh god I can't wait
4: Well, you're giving me more to add to my story. I said you're giving me more to add to my story. That little tip (laughs) is going to help. It it is. It's going to help spruce it up. But what the hell do I know about venison? The only thing I know about (laughs) venison is when I was in the the fifth grade and we used to talk about the wilderness and people that ate venison meat and that's why I put that little part in there, but they would uh, cure it with salt and put it up and dry it out for the winter or whatever craziness. Um, so, like now, I'm going to add that in there and make my story even more. Uh, See, because it's a, a new show that's coming on, so they wanted to talk about venison, and uh, you know, I don't know anything about venison except to what I said. So now you gave me some more little pointers to make, and I'm going to put that <laughs> in my. Poem. Yeah. Yeah. Robbie wow. said
0: some women break. Robbie said some women break hearts. Nyla eats them.
4: That's Sounds funny.
2: appropriate. It is funny.
4: funny. (laughs) So my poem is going to get better and better by the time I get on the air tonight. All right. Thank you. You're very welcome. Love you.
0: Wait, wait. No, wait. I I have to tell you what George said. Okay. He he said, if you listen, Mama is not just an image poet. She weaves intricacies into her work. There is no other Mama. (laughs)
4: you so adorable. Thank you, George. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. We love him He's, so much. You so should nice hear and just like think about how much you know how many friends I made in this arena on this show right here, and I just appreciate you all so much. So with that, might, Nyla, I'm gonna go before I start shedding tears. That's so beautiful. I love him so much. Thank you. I do too.
0: You're welcome. If you decide you want to read another one, just jump back on, okay?
4: No, I gotta go write this stuff down that I just learned about venison.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I love you. (laughs) All right. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. (laughs) I'm so glad I could help. I do love venison heart. I love game meat. I really do. I think people should hunt for their food instead of buying it out of the stores my personal opinion. Okay, next caller, 732. 732, hey, well, you're on I the just, air. Um, Cool, I just lost <laughs> in. And now I'm on. Hold on.
14: I got it right here. Hey, how's everything? What's going on? T- tell me a story.
0: Say something. Hi, Gregory <laughs> Schwartz. It is really good to hear from you. I've missed you. I was great hearing you last week. Even though I was, couldn't get on the line, I could still hear you read. It was awesome.
14: Hi, I'm Gregory Schwartz, I'm so glad you heard, what a nice thing to say. Well, let me tighten this up, it's six, seven, eight. Oh, nothing, uh, boom. Work in progress, nothing, it might, anyhow. Here we go. There's an angel on borrowed time. It's like helpless as ashes on an abandoned altar. Outside the oxygen dome, the phlegm is sealing wax. In the theater of constant resolve, we try to we command the body to sighing with the riddle of mo- the mortal comedy. Though so I imbibe God's ego and become disappointed with its myth of consideration, withdrawn beyond reproach, we deconstruct the mortal coil. Remain ever certain in the closing of the eyes we visualize the thousand-year-old M overseeing the pristine grave, the auburn panels fractured, its broken brittle pieces and sharp cinders. With an opaque veil, with an ephemeral veil it turns opaque, we internalize the duality of light upon light. We recede where the lost are left to find themselves, as of ghosts, Are hiding, surrounded in a cerulean acceptance. The sun is benign. The earth is equitable. The moon is neutral. Six, seven, eight, out. So I've been adding edits to it and stuff. But I didn't expect... The moon is neutral. I I love that
0: line. That's a great line, Gregory. The moon is neutral. What do we got? Oh, isn't it pretty neat? Yeah, I like that line, because yeah. it is, you know, it's, it like sits there and sees everything, but has no opinion. Never
14: gives away your cool, secrets.
0: Yeah. I've, been re- I've read
14: it out like just once. It seemed to be a little, well, that's because, you know, I rewrote stuff. I could read it again a little smoother. But yeah, that's this thing I've been kicking around with. on the other one. This one's a real mess. Six, seven. This is today's nonsense. This is today's thing. This is far from anything. I shouldn't say that. I'm not, yeah, I'm just saying. Let me tighten it up. In the house of mercies, only heaven knows the world of deathlessness. Protect protect your deities, reasoning, the deanimalization and their initiation to the dying. In an ancient consciousness of selfless faith, we actualize the eternal and internalize the infinite. For each future and every present and all that's past. We behest the heart in a whisper of the disquieting mysteries of the uncertain winter. Yeah, that's all I have so far.
0: You have some really strong lines in both of those. Those are really good. I can't wait to see what you do with them. You know, I really love that you yeah, bring, as you call them, <laughs> yeah. I love that you bring your messes here to work them out and read them and hear them and and. I enjoy that so much. I love that I love that you're comfortable enough here to be able to do that because I really enjoy hearing them. Well, yeah, that's the whole purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, or,
14: yeah, what do we know? We're doing this, all that. Yeah, I can offer no insight, but yeah, of course, that's, that's everything. And that's just how I presented them. Like I said, I didn't expect to come right right on as soon as I punched in. I don't know. I've been inside. It's supposed to be raining. That hasn't happened. And we been in too many shows. It might be something Saturday. We did Tuesday. Wednesday? Tuesday. At, it's okay. So in the stoner bar, you know, they're supposed to have, but they didn't provide the right product. So we're like, dude, you didn't make any bank because you didn't roll 10 joints to be sold at $10 a piece. Like, you're a $100 payout here. Like, what are you yelling at us for? You know, get your shit together. So that was pretty funny. Nobody got hurt because nobody, nobody got too stoned. So that's pretty funny. You know, you're marketing, you're monetizing, you know, all the hustle. It's like, dude, we're setting up all this, you know. You guys are, you, know, you should be, you know, hustling your bank off of this. What's your problem here? So that was pretty funny. And that's all. know, I don't want to say that. That's a little too egocentrical. But yeah, it's still all there. So you know, cause we're a mess. There's nothing all that real. And somebody complains. I don't want to say fuel. Somebody complained my apartment smelled like not even a reason to complain. That's like some vegan complaining that somebody's cooking bacon or something. Like, you're the complaint person, <laughs> the one that should be like, you know, worried about that. You can't be complaining about that. Plus, you know, I burn a lot of sage to keep the air clean. That's basically my my life in a sentence or three this week. Get some bread, whatever. It's, but there must have been some. Oh, I don't want to say that. That's anyhow
2: <laughs> because you can
14: get one a year. But I got a second one, so there must have been some overplay in the freaking thing. Anyhow, whatever. It's it's interesting. It's definitely you know global, so you do have to be cool, and it 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 is sure, and they are you know similar and different. But I love other people's everything and stuff. Now, I I find it yeah something to be embraced. I mean, I'll go eat crickets in Pakistan or something. That's pretty cool.
0: So, oh, I can definitely see the segue into that. <laughs> you know,
14: Ravi Shankar this week, we turned my um, to we, lesson was Ravi Shankar from the Concert of Bangladesh because the time signatures are designed for a Western audience. And Nusaf Ali Fakan, you know, that uh, Pakistan quality music. Because then you segue from that into Sun Ra and a lot of the, um, like, say, Derek Trucks and Eddie Vedder, all, all you know, loop on that stuff. So nothing I mean, I'll go to eat crickets free. in Pakistan. And now I'll go to Pakistan. I'll go to Pakistan and eat crickets. I have, you know, I was hiding <laughs> out in the Japanese <laughs> thing that how to eat like a fish head and stuff. That was pretty fun. You got a big kick out of that. Whatever, people are retarded. Everybody's fucked. But you know, went so from global. from eating
0: like venison chili. Now we got fish heads. I don't know if I'm hungry anymore, love.
14: You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what it's all about. I love that. Right? You were talking about yeah, grilling venison. Oh, it's awesome. Right on. <laughs> That's all. Just eat, you know, leave things there. everybody's Human, but everybody's fucking fucked up. Plus, where I live like it's kind of up, uppity. And which is cool, but it's quite aggressive when it comes to driving. So I don't really drive fast, and it's like Masters of the Universe. Time is money, so yeah, that you know, thirty-three and a third seconds you saved on your life sure made you know everything live longer. Okay. Yeah, we're you know we're they're not hypocritical, but you know what I mean. Yeah, Yeah, all right,
0: sweetie.
14: But yeah, this whole, okay, I'm out, but yeah, this whole global thing, you know, that's like a real thing. It's like, it's, wow. So that gets global in international, you know, cultures too. Because nobody wants the wheat fields in freaking Ukraine to burn, you know, except like three people and shit. So fuck that. It's a rebellious time. Poetry stuff's rebellious. This is not a call-in radio show. This is internet rebellion. You're going to knock on your door, take away your our crickets and venison.
2: That's all. <laughs> Those
0: bastards. Tell everyone how to find we you, going Gregory. To jail, go I'm gonna, I, need, I need to hurry Holy up and get off the show and go lock up my freezer. That's <laughs> it. I'm all paranoid.
14: Hold
2: on. Ow, yes. Okay, everybody. Enjoy.
14: I'll, I'll try to listen for a little while, but it's, it's fucking up my phone. <laughs> All right, I'll I put you on hold and hang in now. as long
0: as you can.
14: <laughs> you know, let me listen for a little
0: while, please. I appreciate it. I love you, everyone. Right. Please be calling. Be at peace. Thank you, sweetheart. All right, our next caller comes from area code. I'm going to give the next three. We have 614, 203, and 571. So 614, you are on the air. Hello. <clears throat>
15: hello, hi, hi um, hi, hello, hi. Uh, I was given this number i I was told this is a poetry show. I could share some
0: poetry here <laughs> it is, and welcome
15: well, uh, thank you um do I just go or do I need to introduce myself or I'm sorry well
0: i would you this is your first time calling in, right, yeah. Okay, so introduce yourself to us, tell us a little bit about you, and then tell us what you're going to read and why you picked it.
15: Okay. Uh, um, well, my name is Mai Tai. I'm 26, from Columbus, Ohio. Um, I've been writing for, uh, for all of my life. I've been doing poetry for like the past three or four years. Um, yeah, I, I just... I love poetry, I love God, um, I'm a true believer that He's real, and um, I, I don't know how, um, how many pieces or how long my piece needs to be, um, but I, uh, the first I will, piece I do have prepared, um, this is um, this is titled What is Love? And I picked this one for one, I think that this is one of my favorite pieces. Um, and it, um, it just expresses um, how a lot of people feel when they don't really know what love is or they never actually experience real love. Um, so it's just uh, that's what that is. Um, should I start? Or <laughs> Sorry, I've never been on one of these before, so I don't know how really So is. who gave you the number? Um, Mama Vicky
0: Oladeji. Oh, Mama, I don't know. I'm really, that. she is o. my mama. She's like my real mama, and I love her so much, yes, and I'm really glad that she me. brought you here.
15: Yes, I'm glad she
0: so, brought you
15: here too, because I didn't know, I, I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> no, just, just so you know, we're like really chill here, we just have a good time, we okay. share, we talk, we have fun, and um, I'm glad that she sent you over. And I hope that now that you're here, you'll come back and share lots with us. But I'm looking forward to what you to share tonight. So just go ahead and read when you're ready. Okay.
15: What is love? Do you know? Because I don't. I want to know. I want to love hard, but honestly, it's something stopping me from loving you. Maybe it's because... I've learned to love myself properly. Or maybe I'm scared if I love you, you'll treat me like a piece of property, then you'll condemn me. I said I loved you, but was it really love? Or was it your lust that was sending me this signal, causing me to miss the red flag you purposely waved in my face? So what is love really? Is it making love to the enemy? Or allowing you to release your bad energy and to fixing to me like another entity? What is love? The only love I know is my mama showed me. And I think I leaned into you because my father was, wasn't there to hold me. He wasn't there to scold me or show me how I'm supposed to be loved by a man. So when it comes to love, I'm doing the best I can. But still, what is love? Cause I'm confused on the meaning. I mean, how can you love someone your first time meeting them? How can you trust someone after the first time sleeping with them? That's not love. I looked up the definition of love, and it says, having an intense feeling of deep affection for someone, not an intense feeling of a deep erection for someone. You got an Urban Dictionary definition type of love, having multiple meanings, not really meaning what you say. Like, you say I love you, but what you really mean is I love screwing you, and I say I love what you do to me, but what I really mean is can you love me properly? So what is love? Is it me is it me giving you my all and getting nothing in return, or you leaving me out in the sun to drive but not realizing that soon I'll burn? I don't think this is the type of love i yearn. I don't think my love is what you've earned, and after all this time I still haven't learned what love is. I don't comprehend your kind of love. Can you use it in a sentence? Love is not supposed to be a life sentence, so why do I feel locked in your prison but I don't feel love? What is love? Tell me, damn it. Because the love you're giving me, I can no longer stand it. My feelings are uncontrollable. They can no longer ma- be managed. The love you're giving me is causing me heart damage. So what is love? Do you know? Because I don't. I want you to teach me how to love properly, but you won't because you weren't loved properly. <laughs> you don't know what love is either. Your love is sick. It's giving me a fever. Your father should have told you not to make a girl fall in love with you if you were just going to leave her. So what is love? Because it feels like a drug and you're like rehab. You keep... You're, Cause what is love? Cause it feels like a drug, and you're like rehab. I keep leaving it coming back. What is love? Where is it at? Till you point it out on a map, locate the real meaning. This love got me itching distraction, This love got me feeling. This love got me bleeding. This love got me believing that you are the true meaning. When really, you are. When excuse me. When really, you are a fairy tale that ends in hell. This love is failed. This love has failed. This love is not fair. I need love that's rare. Yeah, you're there, but your love don't care, and it's costing me a fair. Your love is weary, it's scary, it's tearing me apart, sending me into the dark, it's freezing up my heart, and that's because the love for yourself has yet to start. So when it begins, please ask yourself, what is love? Do you know? Because I don't. Peace.
0: Wow that was incredible i love the intensity i love i mean you had so many i love the part in there where you were talking about you say but you mean and where you and you know you reply i say but i mean and that's like 90% of the problem because nobody says what they really mean you know they're so afraid mm-hmm. of communicating their truth that they they try to say the things they think they should say or, or, you know, are mm-hmm. properly said or what they think the person wants to hear that people just don't communicate openly. And it, it just leaves so much room for error where if people were just honest and you could make an honest decision. Okay. This guy doesn't know what love is. So I don't really want to be with him because I can tell by the way he's talking, but they, you know, everybody puts on a pretty face and a pretty dress and, and, you know, combs their hair just right and has the right car and, and, you know, okay. all you can see is make make your opinions off of what they show you. You know, or they should just people should just be really? transparent. They need to come with manuals, damn it. No, for real. I love the line too. Where uh, back or not?
15: Yeah. Right. I'm sorry, but we'll you say love? I'm, I heard what you were saying too. I had to say something. To somebody real quick.
2: <laughs> I also like the line yes, in there. That... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Oh, I also love the line in there, "fairy tale that ends in hell." That should be the title of a book.
15: Yes, <laughs> yes a lot of those. It, it, mm-hmm. it, unfortunately, it happens to a lot of us, that you know, I when I wrote this piece, it was, um, it was, it was me because I, I was
2: confused
15: that I never really had experienced any kind of love like from a man that was genuine. It was mostly just, like, you know, sex and things of that nature that was covered as love. And this is, mm-hmm. true to the peace, the only love I really know is what my mom really showed me. Like, that's the only love I received from a parent. My father wasn't in my life. So, you know,
2: and I think a lot
15: of us, as women and young ladies, we lean more into other men when we don't have men in our life.
0: That's really good insight. Very, very Oh, what's the word I'm trying to look for? Just it's good it's good to have that clarity to know, to recognize that. To have that insight. Yeah,
15: for sure.
0: Are you gonna read two, hun? I'm sorry. Are you gonna read another one?
15: Um, I can if I'm able to I can. Yes, you can read two. Let me let me try to
0: read one
15: that's not about heartbreak. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. Um. Should have had another one prepared. <laughs> I've uh, been getting they're all out of order. I've been getting it together for a poetry book. Uh, so all my ready poems are at the bottom, and all my unfinished poems are at the top. <laughs> okay. Um. I'll I'll read this one. I titled God's Please. Um, like I said, I'm a firm believer in God. I I, uh, I don't assume anybody else's belief or spirituality, but I definitely believe that there's a, a God, um, Yahweh, Jehovah, however, the Most High. He's very powerful. And he's been with me, and he helped me write this piece as well. Um, and again, it's titled God's Week. Um, and it reads, it's time. It's time for us to get it together. He's not playing with this anymore. If you believe in the Most High, God, Yahweh, Jehovah, etc., understand he needs us to get it together. No more lying. No more stealing. No more fornication. No more greed. No more false idols. No more violence. No more indulging in the worldly pleasures. Stop the jealousy. Stop the envy. Stop the adultery. Stop mutilating your body. Stop fighting against your brothers and sisters. Stand together and pray, pray, pray. There's true power there, I promise you. Read your Bible. There's something there for you, I promise you. God loves you. I promise you. He's there for you. Let's fall back in line. Stop following these celebrities. Their life is a facade. Lead the children to him and not to sin. Protect their innocence. Let's love on each other. Let's serve God with each other. Let's fall back to being husbands and wives because being a baby mama or baby daddy is very low vibrational.
2: Hmm.
15: But for real. Raising children in a broken home is not okay. A child shouldn't have to yearn for their parents every other day. Stop letting, you, let, stop letting this world tell you that going against God and his word is okay. Worship and, worship and praise him in your own way. But do it from the heart and do it genuinely. Before I end, I want to pray for you. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray the person hearing this desires your heart. I pray they grow closer to you. I pray for their sanity. I pray they come to you for their problems. I pray they know your son. I pray they speak you. I pray they speak peacefully with your protection. And I pray they take heed to this poem. And even if you don't believe this prayer, even if you don't believe, this prayer is for you too. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
0: Peace. Power of the spoken word. It's pretty dang strong.
3: Thank
0: you. You're very welcome. Absolutely great read on both of those. Go ahead. Thank you. I was going to say, is this like on
15: a radio station, like other people can hear me?
0: We broadcast worldwide. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, people people can hear you. (laughs) Okay, I'm glad I did my
15: pieces before I knew that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, we broadcast worldwide. (laughs) Okay, cool. Hello, everybody. Hello, world. (laughs) Right? Hello,
2: world
0: (laughs) Well, great debut on the show I'll have to make sure I thank Mama for bringing you over And uh, you did a great job tonight But before you go, I need you to tell everyone how to find you
15: Okay, um, uh, let me me make sure Because I have different names. So my name is Mai Tai I am on Clubhouse um, under My Poet. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at MyPoet96, um, and then my TikTok, I'll post there as well. Uh, I think that name's a little different, so let I me mean, give me a second let me check what that is, because I don't really be, I be on TikTok, but I have different names, but they're all similar. I just want to give the exact name, so, so I've <laughs> given somebody the wrong name before, and they looked up, you know. And so I just want to give you guys the right name. So okay, it's my Poets. Pretty much, it's my Poets on all my platforms. It's just my Instagram has a '96 after my
0: poet. So yes. Yeah. Perfect. Well, I hope that you had fun. I hope you will come back and read again because it would be a pleasure to have of you.
2: Course. Of course. just awesome. All right, sweetheart.
0: <laughs> awesome. You thank you. Guys thank you have you too. Fantastic job. Unite. night. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and give the lineup. We just had something happen with the board, and now I've actually got some – I think it's working. We have 203-903-571-863-732, and I see 501 down there, but your hand is not up, so I don't know if you want me to bring you on or not. So 501, if you want to come on, please press 1. And i will put you in the lineup, so I know it's okay to unmute you. We have 39 minutes left in the show and a bunch of callers all of a sudden. uh, Because I think my lines are fixed. This is awesome. Okay, so we can do two short poems or one long poem at this point. I don't want to keep you from reading two, but don't make them too long if you read two. Or you can read one longer one. Let's go ahead and get 614 on the air. 614, are you with me? Oh, wait, we already had six one four. She just read. "We need 203. 203. you're on
13: the air." Hey, Niall, it's Tammy. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing awesome, sweetheart. How are you?
13: Good. you know, I really enjoyed my tie, and I hope she's hearing me right now because she's very good. She's dope. Mhm. right? I like her right, I, absolutely I like agree. her delivery. It's it's very it's almost conversational her delivery I like that
7: Um, Mm -hmm. I
13: noticed that I know I haven't been here I know I haven't been here in a while Um, I know we got a lot of people on the line Um, I just wanted to shout her out because I really like her Um, if she is out there if she could I'm gonna look for her page on Instagram. Um, I have a piece called, okay, I do hip-hop freestyles. I am Tammy Jones, a.k.a. Poetry's Child. I come from Unmuted Ink. I come from Prismatic Dreams. I come from the New Word Order. The New Word Order and Prismatic Dreams are all one. We've been doing this a long time, and I have hip-hop freestyles. Timberland did a song called The Way I Are, and he did that with Curry Hilson so I did a hip-hop freestyle, you know me. The way I are, no shiny brand-new car, more likely scarred, torn and tattered, scattered mentally in details where I feel emotional Richter blowing out ceilings, expanding my residence far beyond the fence, stealing real estate for ego's purpose, forget the block, block parties by the dozen. The way I are, I have no interest to invest in celebrity. I celebrate me. Pour a glass of wine and I dance alone. I'm so rich in talent and stay in, in the zone. I live on a hill and still dig in the view from this place where, from where I see. All I ever really need is the music, a pen, and a pad, and I'm stacking poems as if each piece was a brick in the fireplace. I burn the candle from both ends off of the inspiration that levitates me. The way I are, I a star. Ideas come off the dome from so very far away. The olives and p- pimiento, sometimes they're the color of jade. The deeper the green really depends on the time of the day. By night I'm relaxed and religiously I write my wrongs as I write. At times I recite and the rhythm and cadence reads off the uh, beats found in the song on replay inside my brain. The way I are, I get bed scribing my heart all over these sheets. By the time I'm done, there's a new song and musical notes on the leaves of sunflowers blooming that began the night before as a handful of seeds. You have to have faith in order to believe. The way I are, I could care less of who may even agree. In my eyes, I I am the sea, the sky, the deepest hole dug to the end of the earth. I never ask opinion because I know my worth. The way I are... The only enemy in the reflect is the reflection in the mirror. If I painted the picture, it would be of the stars. Elpard like a mainframe, a set of twins for the wind. I am cool after a swim. In the sunlight, I tend to blend in. When I enter the den uh, to bleed till my heart is content, Tam I am transcends beyond this place as if for a few minutes, I erase the way I are here to go there. Out there, I'm a writer. People read my work, call me exciter. My message impact, I'm a messenger. Call me a deliverer. I'm a waterside, call me a river. You know I have flow considering my ink is truly blood. That's my DNA. As if letters were made up of strands of hair. Burn my locks at the stake and allow my poems to fill the air. So when my child hears my voice in in their head, as reminder, I can nod yeah the way I are. That's that piece. I have one more piece. I want to read that quick. It's called, I Took Beyonce's Sweet Dreams and Made That a Hip Hop Freestyle. I'm such a seed and birth upon, upon the rift of waves. I assume that you guessed I'm a water sign, and that seed did not concede, and today it's the sunshine. I'm hollering because I have a backyard filled with sunflowers. And when I'm not near water, I fly in the sky a bird as I glide looking back at my yard, smiling as I spread wings as they open wide. But in reality, the wide is the smile on my face as my mind daydreams about possibilities of taking flight. Sweet dreams deem action to be fulfilled. There must be means found in hard work, and if you are patient, those dreams do come true. I tell my children that I am proof that whatever you want to do, only you can make a plan to pursue those things. The type of things that make you sit up Great in bed at 3 a.m. and shout yes! I know exactly what to do. Didn't Colby once say great things come from hard work and perseverance? No ex no excuses. Well then stop abusing yourself with 50, 11 reasons not to do those honeydews. Pay your dues. Get hurt by those bruises for a try. Let your dreams be a guilty pleasure and trust. You'll be treasuring a trip downstream in a canoe instead of upstream and not realizing it was about to happen from your current view. And that is how the heat hits like a bad mood. And they and they be calling me a approved. The big deal is how I answer based on my attitude. So many are in lieu of a response, but I'd rather let them stew in a brew in hopes it discolors their shoes. That there is poor too, and I need to allude to supporting those seeking to avoid a coup, keeping to myself I'm so improved. That's that piece.
2: Fantastic on
0: both of those, Tammy. I have missed you so much. It is a crime when your poems are not in my ears.
13: I'm going to be here more often.
0: You know what? My tie
13: inspired me to want to come back next week.
0: That is probably the coolest thing you can say to somebody, that they've inspired you. And even cooler that she inspires you you to be here
13: said this was her first night and she came and spit and then she said, "Oh, I didn't know this was radio." Or realized that there was an audience. That was pretty cool.
0: Worldwide. Yeah, probably yes. better if she didn't ask that first, right? <laughs>
3: but exactly, she nailed it, yes. man.
0: She was she was
3: oh, she, she was she like on it. target. She's
13: phenomenal. She's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look for her. Well, thank you, Nyla. I always appreciate you and your platform. You are fantastic. I remember you made me uh, a quill, and I still keep it. You know what? I Uh, work for Brown, and I'm not – I work for Brown. That's UPS. And I actually keep that quill above my 25-year plaque. I've been there for 28 years, and I keep the quill there because I've been writing for 21 years. So I have two – careers kind of that run side by side. One is more of a hobby while one is my day job that pays the bills, but to me writing is more important because it keeps me
0: balanced.
13: I think all poets believe that and they understand that. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I
13: love you. I'm
0: so glad you still have that. I had such fun making that for you.
13: Well, that was phenomenal. I love that quote. I keep it right there. I've used it to write some poetry with and I don't remember what poems I wrote. I'm sure they were fantastic. But um, it, <laughs> I'm I sure used they it were a long too. time ago. Yeah, and it, it sits there above the plaque, the 25-year plaque from UPS. But thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening to me. And um, I love mixing it up with people. If anybody's interested in um, sharing, um, I'm Tammy Jones on Facebook. On Twitter, and I'm on Instagram. Instagram, I might be Poetry's Child if I'm not under Tammy Jones, which is hard to find. Even at UPS, I'm like, there's 10 of us, and I'm the one that holds the Tammy Jones at UPS.com. Oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> People be sending me email now. <laughs> That's but funny. I actually own the Tammy Jones there. That's funny. That's how long I've been there. But um, I really enjoyed the poetry. I took a break from it because my daughter passed away in 2019. That was mm-hmm. my heart. She was my baby, and because every time I went to write, it was about her, and I felt like I was crying a puddle, uh, 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 like a puddle of tears. And I had to. That's just that's what you pull needed to do. For a while.
2: That's yeah. what you needed
0: to do, and it's okay to pull back. I mean, we aren't machines. Except for Jimmy. Jimmy's the machine, but we're not machines, you
13: know? And write, yeah, understood. And I write, and I I have my office. I work from home most of the time, and um, this is her, what would have been her bedroom. And I feel connected to my daughter, and I don't feel sadness. Everything inspires me. I love mixing it up with new people, so... I mean, if anybody wants to mix it up, I am Tammy Jones. I'm part of Prismatic Dreams. Just so with a P-R-Y. Um, Unmuted Ink. Jamie Bond. That's my best friend. Uh, the new word order. You, would you there. please
0: get on her ass and tell her to call in? It has been years. I will. And she's like my home well, girl you know from what? way back. She, I am the reason okay. she wrote her first she, haiku.
13: I know, but you know what? She doesn't really write a lot anymore. She does a lot of crafting.
0: Well, she so can tell she her to, I want to tell her I need to know what she's up to because I really miss her a lot. I love that lady. I, will I love her, her so much.
13: I will tell her to call you. I will.
3: I promise okay. you.
0: Okay. Or at least message okay. so me. I appreciate much. that, Tammy. Thank you. Yes. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Take care. Yes. All right, honey. Good night, sweetheart. Thank you. Good night. Tammy is amazing. All right, 903, you are on
3: the air. Eric.
12: Hello, Milo. This is Eric Shelman, the word monster. Rawr!
2: Rawr! <laughs> it's right, good I to on hear on
12: from you, Eric. Needed to, I got, yeah, nice to hear from you, too. I got on, Jimmy, I got home. It's right at 7, and uh, I wanted to hear Jim, I Jimmy. I saw you on, and then you
0: went away. Yeah.
12: Yeah, I had to do, I had to take a shower, I had to eat, I had to cook, so I didn't have time to do anything, plus I had to charge my phone, so I figured I might slip in at the end, so that's fine.
0: I'm glad you're here, go ahead when you're ready.
12: Thank you. All right, well, this is this new one, it's not done yet, so I'm just going to get after it. So, you know, my thing's monsters right now, so here we go. Uh, Monsters. Any imaginary frightening creature, especially one that is large and strange, a cruel person, something that is extremely big or too big, imaginary creature, typically large, ugly, frightening, to criticize or reprimand severely. An animal with strange or terrifying shape, one unusually large for its kind, an animal or plant having abnormal form or structure, one... Who deviates from normal or acceptable behavior or character? Character, character sorry, a thre- threatening force, one that is highly successful, enormous and impressive, especially in size, extent, or numbers. Malformed animal or human creature afflicted with a birth defect. Divine omen, especially one indicating misfortunes. Portentous signs abnormal shape figuratively repulsive character dreadful objects awful deeds ab- abomination abnormal or prodigious animals were regarded as signs or omens of impeding evil fabulous animals composed creatures various parts centaur griffin etc vastly sized animal Person's inhuman cruelty or wickedness is sense. Person regarded with horror because of moral deformity. Anything with extraordinary size. Anyone dealing with calamity, terror, distress, and oppression. Treating someone very badly. A person who does very cruel and evil acts. Tetrophilia refers to attraction to monsters. Everything extremely bad, uh, cruel, and evil. A person of unnatural or extreme ugliness, deformity, wickedness, or cruelty. A cruel monster of a father, something that is considered to be monstrous. Uh, That's where I'm going to stop on that. That's uh, Eric Shulman, the word monster. (laughs) Rar.
2: Rar. <laughs> now, I, you read
12: two, I can read a small one, then this next one can be really short. So I don't know if I've read this one yet. Uh this is Leap of Faith. This is a collaboration of uh Gina Carilio and uh AKA Black Widow and myself. Um uh, so this is called Leap of Faith. This is actually a word she likes to. she gets all these word prompts off of uh mo- mostly Instagram, sometimes Facebook. You know, Anyways we share them We're up to 9 or 10 now, I believe, so we're getting after it. All right, leap of faith. Will we fly or will we fall? I'm truly exhausted from it all. How do we take this leap of faith, trusting in something that hasn't been experienced or even seen? Can you feel what I mean? Will we rise up or fall? Will we succeed or fail, fail and off ailing? tailing, wailing, bailing, derailing, train tracks, are we or not their rains, gains, and pains, and controlling, slowing, and stopping them as well, or lose into an, in, an internal nothingness, stain, strain, disdain, rain, or a voidful wretchedness. Nor a phenomenal, majestic, heavenly afterlife, nor a lake of burning, turning, turning hell's fire lake. How may we take a leap of faith when we can't even know who to trust and who not to? Whom is saying what? An absolute certainty and, un- and un- uncertainty. Which one is telling the truth? That's the end
0: job on both of those eric
12: thank you so much and that was uh the second one was with gina carilla too so i've read several prayers i'm still trying to get her on the show so yeah i figured i'd slip in <laughs> if i had time sorry i really did get i didn't get home until seven and i had to i made two hamburger uh, patties and had some cheeseburgers and then i had a salad and then uh then I then i was like well i need to go Take my trash out. Go take a shower. Go charge my phone. And I'm still my shower's still out. I haven't had a chance to fix it. So I walked to a little collective area. Uh, so it's. Uh, <laughs> well, it's, I'm glad
0: you were able to call in.
12: Yeah, yeah. I, was, I made time. I was just saying I didn't know if I had time or not. So, and Jimmy's like, hey, I'm going to be reading this poem, and I was like, all right, I'll be there. So I didn't mean to skip out on the. I just had like no time. So, but yeah, it's that's okay, cool. It's okay to have so a life.
0: It's all right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You're welcome. Is,
12: awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for liking Love my poll. Thanks for liking the Love you. Uh, have a great night. Thanks for the platform. Thanks for everything you do for us. And And uh, well, I'll try to be here on next Thursday. Well, I'm not having a life, maybe. Perfect.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, Perfect. Thank you for all right time. sweetheart.
3: Appreciate you, you.
0: All right. Bye-bye. Love yeah, you too, bye. bye-bye. Grab area code 571. I actually don't know this area code. 571, you're on the air. Hi,
7: right. how are you doing?
0: I'm doing great, how are you?
6: I'm doing fine, Do you know who's
0: me? I can't and you're really muffled right now.
6: Okay,
16: can
0: you hear me now? A little bit better. Are you on speakerphone or Bluetooth?
16: Um, I got my headphones on.
0: Oh, okay. I can hear you.
16: Well, this is a uh, poetry I haven't heard in a while. Miss Allman, kids,
0: what? What I? Go ahead.
16: That's Miss Allman, kids,
0: Oh, honey, how are you? And you're charismatic automatic. I'm oh, sorry. That's my little song I sing when I hear your name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so how have you been?
6: Are you doing all right?
0: I knew that I have this as your area code, but your has your number changed?
16: Uh, the area code changed with uh, me, you know, just the phone number. Eric yeah,
2: the Eric
0: Eric codes the same phone number. That's what it is. That's what. It, that's why I didn't recognize you. All right, so darling, hi.
12: What you have for us tonight? <clears throat>
16: name my name is Mafisa. I Mr. Fabregat Nalio. All right. Speaking <laughs> to my words, are you your press? I'm the type of individual who of never serve for less. You see, every time when you go ahead and want me to do my best, I make show sure that I pass every test. Come on straight A's, my bird that this pays Now she is in my bedroom. Now I'm going to go ahead with my mouth and just vacuum down to her pants, Making all her ideas. Making them mine. Because tongue to space a lot. she be in a, another place. Like in my insight, my... Still like... She had to be right. I mean, she plugged me in and was so tight. I'm the survivor now, lady. I caused the jungle right into a room. I it a mess... I'm like the one up of the net. She she got naked for me for the Mr. Fabre An. the one that makes her scream
2: <coughs>
16: she wants to be on my team. Yes. Lately, she's been my mistress. And my main woman, all at the same time. (coughs) This survivor annihilator. I move real quick. I make the opportunity. I make her one to go to my community. I shook her whole insides in and out, no doubt. This survivor annihilator. No time to waste. She was bred in the first place. So therefore i rest my case. This automatic characters make a local engine. Thank you in the moment. I think God. Are
3: you
0: are you there? Hello.
2: Yeah, I'm here. Hi.
0: Okay. <laughs> I thought I lost you there for a moment.
16: No, you didn't know, excuse
0: me. I hadn't tone it down. Poem. There's some, there's some background noise that's making it really hard.
16: Oh, that's a, oh yeah. I'm sorry. TV. Did you hear my poem?
0: I did hear your poem. I thought your poem was amazing. But when you don't talk, then the the t- I can hear the TV a lot more. So I couldn't tell if you were done reading or if that was the TV. So oh,
2: that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> it's like wait no, what? His
0: voice his voice changed. What's going on? That's yeah. not Larry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Fantastic job on that, sweetheart. It's been a while. We've missed you.
16: Oh, thank you. Miss you too. Yeah, Are you um, going to read
0: a second one tonight or just the one?
16: I'll tell you what. You name it. You give me a title.
0: Um give you a title. I'm going to give you one of our prompts from tonight and it is Love's Reflection. Love
16: is Love's Reflection. Right.
0: Love's
6: Reflection.
16: Tell me what I'm seeing in the place where you can be even the and change to hope they fall apart because I've been looking in the mirror one more time. What's missing? It's because you're not here. It's because my reflection is you, I love reflection. I try to reflect the beginning and what we can make a continuation. Words change in a different situation. I love being on the map it's like I love reflection. i Remember everything that we do. The love can never change is the only a point of view. I do. And the things that I don't, the negative that follow us, I cut it off. Words, love, reflection. Yes. I'm here. Maybe to be objective to what could be negative. And maybe jump out there for something positive. But I'm ready to reflect, love reflection. Give you the protection the whole nine we shine. And what do we have to reflect on? What is our love? And what is our reflection? And what is whatever we have to do to be willing to make each correction? This saw the maid gets meant to go winch the moment after in draw.
0: You did so good on that. That was awesome. That was fantastic, sweetheart.
16: Oh, thank you. <laughs>
0: You're very welcome.
16: <laughs> you chose the title. I Give you credit. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. All right,
3: my love, <clears throat> tell
0: everyone how to find your sweetheart.
16: Miss Automatic Carrots and Ag, and it by prevention. Very separate. Um, find me on Facebook, Instagram, uh, and my WordPress. So, yeah, check out Miss Automatic Carrots and Ag on my WordPress. you follow me right there.
0: Perfect. All right, sweetheart. Appreciate you so much, and I hope you can come back next week. Go just get you some tea and honey so you feel better.
16: Okay, thank you.
0: You're welcome, babe. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 863. Miss
7: Noreen. Hello, Nyla. I'm, get, get Hi, Noreen. What? Hello. How you what? doing? Okay, I'm you, great. How are some,
2: you?
7: I'm doing good. You want to hear some good news? I do. Um, okay. Last two, this past Tuesday, two days ago, I finally mm-hmm. got to pet the horse. What? Just me and the horse alone. And then top, off, top it off, right there on my left side, I feel that strong breed like it's Gary right there. when I And I'm... And, um, Cause at first I, I was scared when I went, cause I was going to, um, cause the horse been out in the front all day, so I was going to be really slow down the ramp. Well, the horse saw me and started coming toward me, so I went backwards and went back up the, up on the front porch. And the horse wanted, I know the horse wanted to eat me. The horse come up there at the railing, at, at the rail of uh, the um, front porch, and I finally mm-hmm. got to pet him five times.
0: What did I tell oh, wow.
7: you? I said if you
0: if you just was around him, and yes. he would when he would got comfortable with you, he would come to you. Remember I said that?
7: Yes, yes, So he
0: came to you.
7: Yes, he sure the did. Big,
0: the big, guy's a sweetheart, and you are going to be such good friends with him.
7: Yes, I feel it already. We're gonna be good friends. That's wow. cool. Yes, it is. And, and and Ralph, the neighbor, come over right, um, and told and he had to bring him back to so go to sleep. That's around eight o'clock. And he said, Oh, he's and I told him, I finally petted him and he said, Oh, he's a sweet he's sweet and he won't hurt nobody, he's a good horse. And he said he mm-hmm. loves um he loves carrots and apples but um, I told him I had to buy some. So I had to buy <laughs> me some, give it to him.
0: You give him Carrots or apples or sugar cubes, and he will be your your shadow for life. Wow, wow, Mm -hmm. wow! He's gonna love you.
7: (laughs) And Gary's right there beside me, and I feel him. Yeah, feel him right there.
0: Giving you strength. Yep.
7: Yes. So, what are you going to share tonight, my dear? okay um for gary's i um I have his poem called My family. Okay. Can there be a good place for me as a child? Yes, things have changed. The beauties of my life have been taught me now the ways now I know of greatness, honesty, and truth. I was so proud of the things I was taught. right was right, wrong was wrong, strength and pride was taught to me. Past relatives were strong, hard working and proud. I knew I could live all my life being proud because of this. I was strong believing in these virtues. I was strong enough, strong young and so happy to be part of this. My family, the end.
0: Wow, that is really, I love that.
7: Me too, yep. Yeah. And, and he
0: was.
2: That's
7: who he is. Yes. Yes. Okay. And next one of, of his I'm going to read is called Maybe Baby. Okay. You do not have the right to condemn this life. This soul is mine. The blood is yours. The heart and the lungs shall pump power to my brain. I am now a human sapiens with a thinking mind. My decision is to live with you. I am attached to you. I am part of you, and I will always love you. The end. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Love that. Me he picked too. You. Huh? He yes. picked you. Yep. Um, maybe, maybe. Oh, that was about. Um, uh, 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 um, um. He was p- doing an appointed of you of a um, of, of a um, a fetus. And talking to the mother.
0: Aww. But he still picked you.
7: Yes, he did.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> what are you going to read yes. of yours, honey?
7: Okay. Um, I'm going to read, um, okay, it's still in work in progress, and I just want to know what you think. If it needs to be, is, it, is it finished or do I need to do anything else to it? And I haven't uh, did a title to this yet. Okay, um, why can't we all be kind? Why can't we all be kind? Wait, oh, that might... Wait. let me start again. Why can't we all be friends? Uh, wait, let me start again. Why can't we all be kind? Be friends with one another? Why does it matter what color of skin we have or, or our hairstyle or what clothes we wear or our personalities? or our physical appearances? Why can't we just get along, not worry what others think? Why does it matter if we are rich or poor, intelligent or not? Why should it matter so much? Let's just sit and talk. No worries or cares in this world. You'd be surprised on how much we connect with each other and how much we have in common. So let's be friends, not worry what others think. The end.
0: Mm-hmm. Amazing message in that piece, honey.
7: Oh, thank you. Is that you think that's done, or, it or need to work on it more?
0: That's up to you. I thought it read really well, but you know the message you're trying to convey, and so you you're going to know if it's done or not.
7: Okay, okay. And you have a suggestion for the title?
0: To hear it again. I think. Okay. Re- bring it on and read it again when you feel like it's finished, and we'll work on a title.
7: Okay. 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 And 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 my other poem is um um poets for change. Here we are. Here comes a poets. Poets make a difference. Poets tell the truth. Truth. Or a lie truth can hurt sometimes sometimes we be still sometimes we need to listen listen to what they say listen up now now and forever now let's not forget forget not the poets forget not what you hear hear us out hear the poets talk talk about change talk about life life or death life is what you make of it it is about making a difference it happens all over the world world is waiting for answers world is waiting for you you are the ones you can make it happen happen to be now happen to be here here to be doer here to be for all all i all want change all we want is peace peace for you and i peace for the world world is ready for us World, here we come come and make a difference Come and listen to poets. Poets express themselves. Poets want the truth. Truth must be told. Truth or dare. Dare us not. Dare not lie. Lie not to us. Lie no. Lie yes to change. Change the world and listen. Change not the truth. Truth listen. The end.
0: Very good piece on that one, too. Very good job on that one.
7: Okay, thank you. You know, it's... okay. You
0: know, it, it all seems like it should be so simple. People just don't get it, right?
7: Right, they don't. Okay, and um, you can you can find Gary and I on um, um, you can find our books on um Amazon dot com, and you can find our official website um. Gary and Noreen Snyder dot front slash poets, and you can find Gary on um, facebook.com dot com, um, ReverbNation dot com, and Port, poem, uh, Poetry Poem com, and you can find me on reverbnation.com dot com, Poetry Poem dot com, um ficom k- k- um um d- hyphen F I dot com front slash Gary and Noreen. And um and you can find us um on our show um every Saturday night. Um the Poetry Club Saturday night show um this com- every every Saturday at five PM. Then um I still not sure about ha um, have a um chat with poet Noreen yet for this month. I'm still waiting on um, Sandra to um, answer me. I sent her a message, but I haven't heard, her, heard from her back, so I'm hoping she's okay. I, haven't, and I hope well, she's hopefully. all right.
0: Yeah, hopefully mm-hmm. everything's fine. Let us know when yes. that gets set up, okay?
7: Okay, I sure will. Okay.
0: Awesome. All right, okay. sweetheart, appreciate you so much. Thank you. Okay. Thank you for you being you here, welcome. and I'm so
7: happy about you and the horse. Yes, yes. I feel like I feel like we're friends now because, oh, my God, that horse kept looking at me like, you know, and I, I was t- talking away, chatting away with the horse, you know, every, about everything. And that ho- horse that looked at me like we're ch- friends now. It was mm-hmm. so awesome. It was an awesome thing.
0: That's the very first thing I did when I used to um... – Greenbrake and Mustangs, is I would have them in the corral, and I would sit on the fence post, and I would read books to them, or I'd just talk to them, or I'd sing to them, and just let them get used to my voice and used to me being there. And Yes. So that's exactly what you should have done.
7: Yes. Wow.
0: wow. Awesome. All right, sweetheart, we will talk to you next week. Yes. Yes. Okay, honey. Appreciate okay. you so much, and we'll see okay, you then. you're very
7: welcome. Okay, and and okay. we'll see you next on um, um, Thursday. Okay. okay, good night. Good night.
0: All right, our last caller for the evening, area code 501. 501, you are on the air. Jay, get in here.
17: Howdy-do, howdy-do, howdy-do.
0: Hello, my darling. How are you doing?
17: I am doing well. I think. It is
0: It is wonderful to hear from you, and I am glad you think you're doing well. That's half the battle, right?
17: Oh, you look at that cup half full all day. I like that. That's okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't look at the cup half full. I enjoy with the half that's in my belly.
17: <laughs> exactly. That's double-timed in. That means that you still got it. You can eat your uh-huh. cake and have it, too.
0: Exactly, right? (laughs) Uh, So what do you have for us tonight, sweetheart? What are you going to bring to close out the show with?
17: Um, I have a war piece, and then I have a piece about love. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go into this war piece first. I flow with the greatest of fluidity. Although there may be rigidity, still does not negate the claim of my validity. I'm volatile like trinatural natural and in drawers of gasoline. What I'm super sane is I'm nickelode and you're on this mic serving. I mean salvoing. Staying true to the scheme, so I'm rambling. Beret green, hot shots, part dual to your spleen. For you, no more blood clotting. He is oldie, and I am fiend and I still kill him with, into the late innings with the I-N-G innings. I always pack a lunch, some punch, and when I'm building, toppling, screaming, falling, Janet toppling, the quick and the dead, and drop better than Led Zeppelin, when I have to administer the corrections to your misstepness. I've been cutting competition since I was last, kicking foot first from out of the midsection, Michigan bursting villain with a knack for drilling. Threes, 45 caliber vernacular, stabbed like fly house of flying daggers into the braggers. Now your head hurting from the splurging when I see though odd feels I'm not thinking loving. i start clubbing like I'm Andre drumming and don't stop till the heart start humming a tune like
2: That's the first one.
17: Fantastic.
0: And the second...
17: All right. The vision passed like a dream. A vision of a chance encounter. An observation of beauty inspiring a hoping. A hoping that one day all five senses would one day be satiated. As a whiff of your perfume lingers in my mind, causing me to daydream and smell your essence upon the wings of this flow carrier. Ah, a settling aroma that I could only associate with you. The tang was flower-like in its taste, silk-like in its lattice of notes. Your skin smells wonderful like summer. Graceful are your movements, liquid-like in their beauty, warm like in your wake. Your eyes and lips are in concert. But ballerina dancing in your smile's corners. Although we have never met, I was flooded by memories of us. I envisioned us old and happy, gray and with glasses gliding on the porch, talking about this day, the day we first met, embracing as our heavy bones soak in the last of the summer's day, as I, ever your gentleman, Extend my hand, pulling my queen to her feet, as you, my lady, lead Paul into the house. And I turn out the porch light. This is a poem about a couple's reminiscing over their first maiden poem.
0: That was beautiful. That was really beautiful. You're welcome. I made my little heart have feels. (laughs)
17: <laughs> oh, good, good. It was what it supposed to do.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah. That was fantastic, sweetheart.
17: Sweet, sweet. Um, Small House of Poetry. We're doing interviews. And at Epiphany Radio, me and Gina Storm are doing interviews over there as well. Uh, we're going to have to get you on one of those, Milo.
0: That's what you keep saying. I keep dodging bullets. I don't know how long I can keep doing that. <laughs>
17: I don't either. I really don't know how long you can continue this <laughs> fancy movement. <laughs> yeah, how
0: you, how you like this footwork? Pretty good, huh?
3: <laughs> I, you
17: know what? I am impressed.
2: <laughs>
17: <laughs> I'm impressed. I'm impressed. But, yeah, uh, it would it, it, be cool. I'm going to send you some of the old ones, and so you can see what type of flavor it is. We go ahead and take the show, and we wrap it around the person so that it's, it's, it's totally uh, uh designed around the person from the inside out.
0: Told you I would. We just have to figure out when.
17: Please. I'll never
0: do this. I hope you know. It's only because it's you guys.
17: Cool. And we appreciate you, too. Uh, Small House of Poetry has been, uh, we're up for a national um, award. Um, we've been doing a lot of hard work over there. Um, they've been, they've been helping me. I've been helping them. It's, 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 it's been for the community. It's been good. Not just for us on the inside uh, what we've been doing over there with small house has been good for the poor community. And that's a large reason why we want you, um, over there. And, and I was pressing for it, even though I, I don't have to, it's just, a, it would be an honor and we appreciate you. Well,
0: thank you. Thank you. That almost made me cry thank you
17: yes ma'am well, I'm gonna go ahead and get out the way <laughs> cuz we can do this for another hour easy <laughs> yeah
0: that's right <laughs> all right sweetheart thank you for coming on tonight and reading both of those incredible pieces and closing out the show on such a fantastic note I appreciate you and appreciate everything that you do
17: thank you same here it's mutual
0: All right. Tell everyone again how to find
17: you. Uh, You can find me uh, on Clubhouse with a small house of poetry. Um, That's where we do our rooms from. We have three rooms. On Sunday, we have the living room, which is the flagship of the house, where we have interviews. And then outside of the interviews, if we're not doing an interview, you can come on in. We'll give you 10, 15 minutes to go ahead and talk about your poem. If you have a poem that you want to discuss with the room, we do have all of our attention. On Monday, we have the A.M. Drive. The A.M. Drive is a juggernaut That goes at 7 um, Central, 8 Eastern. Uh, come in there. It is so funny, and we try to keep it funny to go ahead and get everybody's week started out right. Saturday, over there at Clubhouse also, you can check us out in the kitchen. We do speed round after speed round. Not a lot of conversation. Come on in. We don't want to hear about the name of the poem. We don't want to hear about your name. We just want the body of that poem splayed out there. Go ahead and put that out there and then move on to the next person. And we do that for two hours straight. It's a good way for you to go ahead and bring experimental poems in. You can also write the energy over of to other people in the room. It's an experience we had, and that's on Saturday at 1 p.m. Central, 2 Eastern. Uh, so we appreciate y'all. Come on down and see us. Oh, my bad. We have Epiphany Radio also. That's 319-527-6300, where me and Gina is over there. We didn't turn it into an interview format over there also. So we're, we're doing big things. That's Saturday, eight Central, nine Eastern. Uh, check us out.
0: Perfect. And give Gina my love when you talk to her. Tell her I miss her.
17: I, I sure will. I definitely will. All
0: right, thank you, Jay. I appreciate you so much. You're incredible.
17: You're you're also. Thank you.
0: All right, right, hon. Good night. All right, everyone. You have been listening to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. We are going to close this evening with a piece by Jimmy Ray Davis called "Midnight Skinner," who made a cameo uh, appearance in the poem that he read earlier tonight. So. This is who Midnight Skinner is. Here you go.
18: Bradford works late shift and he's sniffing around for clues. There's a killer on the loose, and the lawns are laced with dew. He's got a Norinco 45 and knows that he's a winner. The hour goes late, and he investigates the
19: case of Midnight Skinner. Skinner's not really a bad guy, at least in his own twisted mind. Instead of going out fishing, he skins women to unwind. Cannibalistic? Maybe so. He'll eat a heart for dinner. Laughs as they track and try to crack. The case of Midnight Skinner.
18: Bradford interviews a prostitute. Nigh as a cleavage groove. If it wasn't for his deadline, he would've made a move. He's shagged hookers before. No great secret he's a sinner. But
19: now's the time to solve the
18: crime. The case of Midnight Skinner.
19: Skinner laughs at the TV news as he gnaws a young thigh bone. Pretty waitress tied to as bad as his and his alone. Not a rapist, no fucking way, but he'll gladly skin her. As the cops bumble, fall, and fumble, the case of Midnight Skinner.
18: Bradford's head's really pounding and he's finished for the night. Donut stops and porno shops have trashed his blinded sight. But the radio and his cruiser plays Ghetto Child by the spinners. Drops a dime to decipher the rhyme, the case of Midnight Skinner.
19: Skinner walks a razor's edge, his smile is quite deceptive. Dressed in blue, he is untrue, but his madness is collective. Like a schizoid, unhinged hunter, he'll set a trap againer. Gone before they can explore, the case of Midnight Skinner.
18: Bradford gets home real late, hears screams from upstairs. Draws his gun, goes on up to his bedroom doorway there. He gasps at the skinless girl, his resolve is getting thinner. Doubt's dissolved, he is solved. The case of Midnight Skinner.
2: Skinner chuckles at the, the
18: heart, heart and slowly descends the stairs. The stairs removes Bradford police uniform and combes his brown
19: hair. Knows in his whacked out mind will be a will long, long cold winter. Duality will reign, will reign supreme, supreme. In, the in the case of Midnight, of Midnight Skinner. Skinner.